This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. You are listening to Cheesesteak Suplex. I am the man of a thousand names, Jackson Wells. And with me as always is the, and the only reason that we call him Chief is because he's Quimby. Yeah. BP Bell. I am uh, the Chief. BP Bells? BP Bells Palsy. You BP, don't even know my name, do you? BP Burke. After all. I was going to call you BP Wells. That's not your name either. We are, we, no relation. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> no relation. Jackson and BP Wells were married. People think we are. <laughs> I think. I think people think that. I know that. We 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 people used to and then Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's I think it's a little bit more acceptable now. Yeah. I, I and I, I we have said uh been told we act like an old married couple. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, to me it's 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 a brotherly thing. It's like, yeah, brothers that like get uh get on each other's nerves. Well that's I mean, usually yeah. what they, that's they what brothers do. Yeah, it's like it's you know but I, I think for me, it's like at the end of the day, as long as as long as we're still there for each other. At the end of the day, and we hug. No hugging. See, this is this is the problem. This is why, this is why people think that we're gay. Oh, because we're not touchy. Because, yeah, because we're not very touchy. Because like I watch, I watch a lot of friends uh, that that like will do stuff like like ah, oh, they're they're like they'll hug and they're you know because they're very secure in their masculinity. Like if we didn't see each other, but uh, more than a few times a year, I probably would. Like you probably you probably would touch me. I would probably no. If 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 we tell for me. So, if for some reason hold on, <clears throat> get my pants if, off for this one. Let me let me. Let's un- just say let me unbuckle my button. Wait a minute. All right, I'm not even wearing a buckle, but theater of the mind. Let's just say mm-hmm. let's say that you moved away. Let's just say you moved to like Virginia. I did move away. I moved away and I didn't live near you. You oh, we still had the rule. I didn't live with you for That's five true. years. That's true. And we still had the fucking. One touch a year rule. Because I think at that point we were more insecure and it was too close to like, yeah, we are too close to because I wasn't insecure. Dude, I used to fucking do a thing where Do you want me to hug you? Is that what this is coming down to? Would you like me to hug you? I did hug you the one day and you freaked out. Because I didn't expect it Because <laughs> I knew it would make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I find that shit fucking hysterical. Like, no, I mean But I remember I remember this lady Maddie's house. It's funny because like Maddie was 39 and I was like 17 Mm -hmm. and we would go to her house. It was like a, you know, party spot. Right. She lived in Darby. And um, it was a Darby party. It was a Darby party. Yeah. And uh, it was me, Brett. Do you remember Brett? Uh, Maybe. My friend Brett. So so when we hung out in the chat room, he was the other joker. So for you that don't for those that don't know. Uh, I used to hang out in an AOL chat room and I used the name Joka, J-O-K-A. That was my name, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden one day comes another Joka. And everybody was like, what? So you either have to be friends or rivals. Exactly. No, that's yeah. how it started out. We were like, it was like, fight me for the name. Oh, it was basically. like Highlander. There can be only one. Yeah, there can be only and one. And you absorb, you absorb the other Joka's powers. Right. If you defeat him. Yeah, and it was just like... What the? I mean, him were kind of like at odds, and then we became pretty good friends. Like he came to Collingdale, and he uh, well, it wasn't far if he was in Darby. 
No, no, he didn't live in Darby. Oh, okay. No, no, that's he... just like the, that's where the Darby parties happen. Yeah. Where else, where, where else would a Darby party happen? Darby. But Darby, right. Yeah. You can't have a Darby party in like Clifton Heights. No, it'd be a Clifton Heights party. Right. In Clifton Heights. And there, and there ain't no party like a Clifton Heights party. Because a Clifton Heights party stops at nine. Yeah. Um, Just like a Collingdale party because we had a curfew at some point. I, on our street. On our our sh- street was so bad that they had a <laughs> curfew just for our street. Oh, God. Our street was awful. It was great. It, <laughs> it was until, until, great. Until it was, it was bad. It was the worst street in Collingdale uh, because there were st- stabbing. Even when it was good, it was bad. Yeah. But it was a good bad. It was a great bad. <laughs> it was a great fucking bad. It was the best place I've ever lived in my life. I- I'm serious, dude. I have the, the the most fond fucking memories. Like, all right, so so this is where let's let's get the things out of the way real quick, and then we'll get into everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna do things really fast, little uh, out of the ordinary, little unorthodox, a little uh, uh, discombobulated here. Uh, you have any questions or comments, topics, suggestions, whatever? Cheesesteak suplex at gmail.com. All of our social media is is cheesesteak suplex, except for Twitter, which is Philly suplex because that damn character limit. Because character limit, um, and uh, yeah. So, you have anything else to add to that? Uh, thank you for listening. Oh. Uh, if you enjoy the show, oh. tell somebody. Oh yeah, there's... a uh, a good review goes a long way. Right. We would greatly appreciate that right. as well. Uh, and also, projecthumanoid.com, P R O J E C T H U M A N O I D. Um, you could buy shirts there and pillows and stuff. Uh, I'm having a little issue right now with, oh, I cut my leg. Um, why is everybody coming in my room and bleeding? That is a reference to my dog. (laughs) She's leaking and I think you're embarrassing her and that's rude. Um, she looks ashamed right now. She feels it. Look at her. Poor kid. Oh, sweet girl. Um, uh, we have i'm having a little bit of an issue right now with the shirts i have to edit some stuff it's fine i have some designs coming up i also have something else uh that i kind of want to announce that you don't even know about um i have this other name that i've that i've just had for a while Mm -hmm. and i think i want to use this specifically for um i think i don't know i think i want to use this specifically for putting out shirts kind of like branding something okay. then again we're doing that with project humanoid but i don't know man i like that the marking out name you do yeah i, know. I, I like that marking out name. it's cool yeah and for like i remember you were like oh but you were trying to like argue with me and then like there's a bunch of other things that are popular that now are like shortening their fucking things yeah like, yeah it's like it's like this trend is like not my favorite trend but i guess it's here to stay so why not it's not yeah i was gonna say it's not going anywhere. it's definitely not going anywhere and i, I like the marking out thing is for for like a brand not for like a podcast or anything like that uh and it's not just wrestling it could be anything it could be like fan any kind of fandom really for fans by mm-hmm. fans is the motto like the name that i came up with uh and it's <laughs> just <laughs> For fans, by fans. It can be... No, it's just for fans, by fans. Oh. Uh, but the market now, M-R-K-N-O-U-T. <laughs> I know the joke. Is it Merkin out? Is, are we no. going to sell uh, are we gonna sell vaginal toupees? But is that what a Merkin is? A Merkin is, yeah, in the, in the film industry. Oh. Uh, they will so that cover makes... up... Uh, if a woman is doing I, a I nude know, scene... I know what it... Yeah. I, I know what... I never knew it had a name. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Do you know what the Merkins are? No. The Merkins are a... They're fucking great. Uh, are they like a dirty version of the Shriners? No. They, they put the Fez somewhere else? No, they're actually a... They do a lot of, like, song parodies 
as horror movie people. Oh, okay. So it would be like the Backstreet Boys. Like I want it that way, but it's like Freddy, Jason. Okay. You know, people like Pinhead. They're all like, and it's but they they had like I know him. He's a local wrestler, Eric Pinhead. Uh, no, that's Pinhat. Oh, yeah. A uh, shout out to Eric Pinhead. Eric Pinhead is a, a very uh, nice man. Uh, shout out to him. Shout Doing out, a lot better. Too. Shout out to uh, Alex from Wicked Turtle. Right? Is that what it's called? <laughs> I'm just saying people that you know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, shout out, shout to, out to, to, uh, uh, to to Trotsky. 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 Uh, Shayovsky. Shayovsky. Um, <laughs> Patty. Cardona? Like, is he Cardona's old gimmick? The broski thing? What? No. Oh. Patty. Patty? I don't know what Patty. Isn't Shayovsky? Chaya- oh, Patty Shayovsky. Yeah, the great writer. Shayovsky? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, he's dead now. Oh yeah, shout out to I have him. a cousin Patty, she's alive. I have an aunt Pat Patty. Aunt Pat Patty. Uh Aunt Pat Patty Pat, Ampersand. I don't know. Fucking letters and words. Uh but anyway, so uh where were we? You're talking about the Merkins. You said uh, Pinhead. And yeah, I made but a pinhead anyway, joke. The, the, the Merkins are pretty fucking they're funny, dude. They have like uh there was like I'm gonna knock you out. Uh, but it was like Jason singing it and the running gag with all the thing is like, it's always about like the mom, like Jason and his mom. Mm-hmm. There's always like a running gag with they that. They had to have had a Jason's mom has got it going on. Maybe that was even their first oh, thing. Oh, I don't know if they did that, but they did mother. Okay. <laughs> how did, if they didn't, how did they not do Jason's mom has got it going on? That's true. I'm going to email them. Okay. Or if suggestion, please. Yeah. Well, anyway, speaking of that, again, if you have any suggestions for this show, email us, g6suplex at gmail.com. All right. Now, we're going to quickly get into, it came from Philly. It came from Philly. Do you know what came first now. Do you know? Yeah, because I want to get it out of the way. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Paul no. Barry did not come from Philly. He came from Alabama. There is a Philadelphia, Alabama, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, it's Mississippi, I think. Mississippi. Yeah. I knew it was somewhere there in the uh, the deep south, as they say. Right, 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 yeah. It may also be a Philadelphia, Alabama, for all I know. Yeah. If you're from Philadelphia, Alabama, and you're listening to this podcast, I'm fucking surprised. Why? I don't think we have many listeners in Alabama. Oh. Uh, th- uh, I know, for, I don't know about this this specific show, but I know from, I think my, uh, I think for Cheesesteak cheese Suplex, it's very much- a Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong Suplex. It's mm-hmm. like Pennsylvania, New Jersey. And then Murder My Dude is like Pennsylvania and Virginia. Okay. And we're big in Virginia. Okay. We don't really penetrate the deep south as much. So did you have what you need here? I'm sorry. So I I had some things thrown up. I, this is kind of like last minute. I thought I threw something up. Yeah. For So it came from Philly. For No, no that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I thought that I had things mm-hmm. written for it because I said to you the other day, I was like, well, I'll have it. We could do this, 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 and that, and or that. And uh, I think I have one. SEPTA. That came from Philly. It did come from Philly. There you go. Oh, is that really a SEPTA? The end. <laughs> no, that, was, that wasn't it. I was actually going to do peanut chews. Oh, I love peanut chews. Um, One of so, my favorite candies. So I'm just going to give you the Wikipedia because it's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It's Quikipedia. Uh, peanut chews were developed and during most of their history manufactured by the Goldenberg Candy Company, which is founded by a Roma- Romanian immigrant. Bill David- Goldenberg. Right. David Goldenberg. Oh. Uh, in 1890. Peanut chews were first introduced in 1917. The candies were originally developed for use by the U.S. military as a ration bar during World War One. Huh. The <clears throat> the Owen Hart. Wait, what? The Owen Hart and Coco Beware 
High protein recipe and unique taste made it popular with the troops. High energy if you're not an old school wrestling fan. There you go. In 1921, Harry Goldenberg introduced the first wrapped peanut juice candy for retail sale. In the 1930s, the candy was converted from a full-size bar to small individual pieces. Okay. Really? It used to be one big bar? Wow. Oh, wow. That's that's fucking interesting. I want that. Uh, and I, I really want peanut juice now. And I, Yeah, dude. I You're love making it. me hungry. Well, uh, I've been very good with eating well lately, and I'm going to eat peanut juice now. These peanut juice are making me hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed the recipe, though. Yeah, because, well, I'm sure you're going to get to it. So I'll get to it. Uh, in 1949, Harry and Sylvia Goldenberg, second generation, purchased the Peanut Chews division of D. Goldberg, Inc. to focus solely on the production of Peanut Chews candies. In 2003, Just Born, a Bethlehem, Pennsylvania-based candy company, purchased the Peanut Chews brand and the Northeast Philadelphia Manufacturing Facility. Uh, so it doesn't exactly say, but I believe it started in philly yeah i believe so i know it's always been synonymous with philly right. and it just born i think they're most famous for like mike and ike's and hot tamales and things like that i think they make those candies good and plenty i believe yeah and i yeah good and plenty yeah i was gonna get to that that's a philly thing i was gonna oh, i thought that was just born um, mike and ike i think is just born yeah maybe good and plenty's not good good and plenty was created in philly oh well then it's not Unless Justborn was also created in Philly, and then they moved. Yeah, maybe. Where? Why was it based out of now? You said Bethlehem, right? You just said they were from Bethlehem. Oh well, yeah, but I mean that's Philly adjacent. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. like if you're if you're in fucking York, you know, like would you consider where we are Philly adjacent? No, we're we're. I mean. <sighs> Well, it depends on on when. It depends on the on the on the time. Okay. Because this area, I think, at one point for a minute was like Chester County. Yeah, yeah. It's, it stretched way up, and yeah. then they made more counties. So, so it would be it would be Philly adjacent if this was still that. I think the further, like the the more line, you know, mm-hmm. how many? It depends on the lines that are drawn. It's funny. Um, I, <laughs> I've been listening to an audiobook for the last day or so, and they mentioned Schuylkill County, Pennsylvania. I was very surprised that they did. Oh wow! Uh, it's about the office, mm-hmm. and the the main guy who was instrumental in bringing it over to the US is this guy Greg Daniels. He also did like King of the Hill and a few other things. He was an SNL writer, and he they were talking about uh, just telling stories about like his mindset, and because the the book is an oral history. I like books like that where it's just like people who are involved will give little anecdotes about things, and that's how they tell the story. Like, I've read one about ESPN, I've read one about SNL, I've read one about MTV. Uh, with this one, they were saying, like, they stopped at a diner. Him and his wife were, for some reason, coming through Schuylkill County. Um, and they stopped at a diner. And by what they're saying and by how close this is to major highways, I think I know the diner. So they stop at this diner, mm-hmm. and they say, like, the wife is ready to order because they're super hungry. They've been on the road for a while. And so Greg Daniels is like, what's good here? Like, what do people usually order? Like, what's the big thing people usually order? And they say, oh, probably the meatloaf. And they're like, well, what else is good? And he's like, like, just asking all these questions. And he's and his wife is like, come on, we're really hungry. Why do you keep asking her so many questions? He's like, this is probably going to be the only time we're at this diner or having food here. We should get the best thing. Right. So, yeah, like, that was just his mindset. Like, yeah, go the extra mile to make sure you're getting the best things. It's probably going to be the only time you're there. 
Oh, I thought you were getting at something like it was a specific diner. Oh, no. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, I would guess it was probably that, you know, Dutch Kitchen in Frackville? Yeah. Um, because it's right off of I-80. I-80. Okay. And it's right on 61, so it's off of two major highways, or one major highway and one minor highway. And I think they are known for their meatloaf. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, if I ever ate there. I have never eaten there. <clears throat> if I ever did, it would have been when I was a, a, a kid. That is also something. close to that Granny's Hotel I think we've talked about before. Yeah. So Granny's is one of those roadside attractions. Yeah. We, we definitely brought it up. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just literally right down the street from it. Um, like a minute away. Um, when I, when I met my ex, uh, I remember we went to Dutch kitchen for whatever reason. We didn't eat there, Mm -hmm. but we were in the, uh, parking lot and she was doing donuts and shit like in the fucking snow, huh? like in the car, like in a parking lot. And I'm like, Oh, we're going to die. Okay, cool. We're going to die at Dutch kitchen. As we always prophesy. Yeah. They told me when I was a boy. Ye will die at the Dutch kitchen. Right. That's how they speak, too. And then I said, what's the Dutch kitchen? Yeah. And, this, and, and I said, you didn't say that because you were a baby. Right. I I grabbed the waitress's clam once. Did you? Yeah, in Wildwood. Seafood restaurant. Was it the Rusty Rudder? <laughs> it may have been. I the grabbed the clam at the Rusty Rudder. I the clam at the Rusty Rudder. Yeah. No, I don't remember what my mom would know because she was just there, like, I think over the summer with my sister. Mm-hmm. And she took a picture and she was like, this is the booth we were in. Oh, wow. When uh, you grab the waitress's clam. That's what my mom calls a vagina, by the way. Very classy. Uh, so oh, I'm going to get back into this peanut chews thing. Mm-hmm. I said uh, some vegans are fond of the original flavor, which contains no milk or egg products, as would be typical of most dark chocolate and some caramel candies. Caramel, if you're from another place. Uh, just born made changes in both the formulation and the packaging of the candy and attempted to expand its market area beyond the mid Atlantic States. After realizing the product was losing ground in its core market, roughly from the Baltimore, uh, roughly from Baltimore to New York city, the company decided to reemphasize its marketing within the home region. The Goldenberg's name was also restored to equal prominence alongside Pinot Chews, on a redesigned candy wrappers. Yeah, because I think it was like Chewies for a little bit. They, they had like a different name for it. Oh, really? Yeah, it didn't say Goldenbergs. And yeah, they made the, because the old wrapper was like, it was like a brown and like right. a dark blue and they made the blue lighter. They put yellow in it. Yeah, they did change it up a bit. It's always weird when that happens. Like now, Nestle's Crunch isn't Nestle Crunch anymore. It's, it's just, just Crunch. crunch. Yeah, because Nestle is out of the candy market in the US. Right, but they should have kept the name anyway. I don't think they have the rights to the name. They, they should have licensed, they the, name licensed from the name exactly. Yeah. Because it's just stupid that they don't have crunch. It's like, like, there's other things like that, too. It's like, I was looking, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it would be like Toll House. Like, wait, you're not Nestle's anymore? You're just... I guess yeah, that would probably be similar. I guess yeah. it's not Nestle anymore. That's weird. Anyway. Um, oh, and well, I was wrong, by the way. Um, uh, just Born is has always been in Bethlehem. Okay. Or as they say there, Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Yeah. It was founded by Sam Bourne. That's how they got their name. They don't make good and plenty, but they do make Mike and Ike's tamale, hot tamales and peeps. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that's the that's this week's edition of It Came From Bethlehem. <laughs> on November 16th, 2017. Actually, it's not. I got something else. Oh. Uh, or at least that area, because uh, it's going to go into something else here. Um, 
On November 16th, 2017, two individually wrapped peanut shoes were awarded to any contestant who could finish an obstacle course during an episode of the, I don't know how to say this name, Chris Gethard? 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 Gethard, I'm going to imagine. It's like Get Hard. Gethard, Gethard I would yeah. say, probably Gethard. Of the Chris Gethard show. The show's host, Chris Gethard. Well, who else would host the Chris Gethard show? Joe Gethard, in memory of his brother, Chris. Uh, referred to them several times as an underrated candy. Thanks for that. Who cares? Okay. That's, that's very nice of you, Chris. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> what you just said reminded me of something where... It, well, I mean, David Letterman did his CBS show from the Ed Sullivan Theater... And Colbert, I think, still does the show from the, the Ed Sullivan Theater. But around that time, around the time like Johnny Carson retired and Letterman went to CBS, Leno was taking over the Tonight Show, Fox tried to get in the late night again. Mm -hmm. And they had the Chevy Chase show, and it didn't do well. It only lasted for like a month or two, and then they canceled it. And it was a historic flop. It was one of the all-time biggest flop talk shows ever. It was like the magic one, the Magic Johnson show. The Magic Hour, whatever yeah. it was called. Yeah, I remember. But when they were getting this Chevy Chase show ready, they made it, or they bought a theater or made a new theater or something. They called it the Chevy Chase Theater. So it was like live from the Chevy Chase Theater. It's a Chevy Chase show. And then after that, Fox, for, for a little bit, was talking to Howard Stern about possibly doing a, a late night talk show with him. And he was like, if I do it, I want to do it from the Chevy Chase Theater. I want it to be like live from the Chevy Chase Theater. It's the Howard Stern show. That's funny. <laughs> Very funny. Because I think he would always make fun of Chevy Chase's show, and he did the same thing with Magic, and then he went on Magic Johnson's show. Well, that's his job, dude. That's, yeah, yeah. That's what I liked about Howard, you know? That's, yeah, was, that's, that's what I liked about it. Um, by the way, uh, it, the other thing wasn't uh, Bethlehem, it's Potts, uh, Pottstown. Okay. Um, Our uh, arch rivals, Pottstown. Pottstown, yeah. Well, when I tell people, they're like, oh, where are you from? And I'll, I'll say Pottsville, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I was at Pottstown once, and I'm like, okay. Thanks. That's like when we lived in Collingdale. People were like, ah, oh, you moved to Jersey. Because when I was in, I, I left South Philly when I was 14 for Collingdale, PA, uh, which is 20 minutes away from South Philly. And when you're in Philly, 20 minutes is two hours. Yeah. Uh, so somebody was like, oh, where are you living now? And I'm like, Collingdale. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've been to Jersey. Oh, like Collingswood? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I hope so, because it's two minutes away, fucking <laughs> dork. But uh like, oh, you're, oh, you're, and then I remember uh, my friend Chris got paint. We were painting my room and he wrote South Philly in paint on my wall. He tagged you. Yeah. yeah he tagged South Philly on my wall because he called, he called me a sellout. It was your choice to move the calling though. He lives in Delco now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he lives gotta in, go, go, go. Find him. I, I should find him and write South, write, Philly, on South Philly on his yeah. wall. I should write Collingdale. Yeah. On his fucking wall. Uh, all right. So. Let's let's get into. Actually, do you want to go to? Do you want to do a little break right now? You want to do a live read? And yeah, I'll do my it? live read, and then we're gonna get into our. We're gonna be wrestling heavy this week because we well, gotta, we're, we're we're gonna do our, our little bullshit. Do you want to do the bullshit segment then a live read or you? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll bullshit. Sure, okay. go ahead. So I wanted to. Uh, well, we we were just talking about Bethlehem, and I and I was thinking of of um some Jesus. kind of like yeah oh. i was uh, his birthday's coming up you know you know it's funny because there's a there's a there's a bethlehem and there's also a nazareth mm -hmm. 
and all these things kind of come together. Uh, so my my oldest son is 14. Let, let me let me try to piece things together here without any real interruption. I, I, I know that you like to make little jokes because I do the same thing. Here's the difference between me and you. I have a really bad attention span and then it, it, it derails me and I forget where I was going and it takes us five more hours. You, you, don't, you don't want that, do you? No, no. So let me just try to get through this a little bit. I mean, it, look, if you can, I'm not saying don't make a joke. I'm just saying, please try not to derail me too much. All right. My son's 14, same age I was when I moved to Collingdale. Uh, a friend of mine just passed away that lived literally next door to me. And um, they were part of the Nazarene church. I didn't know what the fucking Nazarene was when I moved to Collingdale. I knew Jews and Catholics. I still don't know. Uh, they're just some sect of of christian like a protestant thing right yeah i guess yeah. but there it was cool it was very fun do you remember the nazarene church actually we yes lived, we lived yeah we lived pretty close to it yeah we lived like across the street from i i went, later, later on i i don't know why i did but i went one time for like a day camp thing that like the, the people you live next to their family had a bunch of the kids that lived on our street go to like a day camp thing well that's what i'm talking about that's what was I, at the nazarene church which is like maybe a half like a half mile away. well i did that before i went to like a day thing with them mm -hmm. and then they were like we're doing a uh, weekend at the YMCA in, I think it was in Bethlehem. It's and, fun to stay there. Yeah, and I was like, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, cool. So we went and we you know, took a bus there or like a school bus or whatever it was. And we did like, we started uh, like, it was just, you, you, somebody starts a story and then you add to the story and. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like it's kind of like telephone, but it's not. It's more of like an improv thing. Where but it's like, right? Yeah, you're just continuing the story, right? So you start the story, and then I, you know, I take mm -hmm. from where you're at, and I add to it. And yeah, we were doing that. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then we went up, and it was the YMCA. There was a pool there, and I remember meeting a girl. And I remember us hanging out the whole. Now today, I would have her social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. I didn't give her my phone number or anything like that. And I hated it. I was so depressed because I think that was like my first time get, like talking to a girl that was like, I don't know, not, not really. Cause we had my, my neighbor across the street would knock on my fucking door like every day. Right. Like asking for me to come out. Well, wasn't she like much younger than you though? Or the one across the street from me? Yeah. No. Oh, I, 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 okay. No, you're thinking of, the neighbor uh, that lived down the street that had a crush on me, or, or one of them. There was a lot of girls on that street that had a crush on me. A lot of them. Mm -hmm. Like three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the one down the street from me was like six years younger than me that had a crush on me. And then when she was like 19 or something like that, she uh, messaged me on like AOL or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be that, I would think. or maybe, That was around my, when MySpace was around too, probably. I, I think that, no, it was Instant Messenger, I think. She, okay, she AIM, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what she messaged me. She was like 19, that was like 25. Um, and uh, she was like, oh, I had the biggest crush on you growing up. And I was like, you're fucking hot. Um, and it's within that uh, unofficial half plus seven rule. I don't care about that. I know. <laughs> I'm 41, I'll date an 18 year old, I don't give a shit. What are you going to do, cancel me? You know, because it's legal. It's my, yeah. Mind your fucking business, first world problem bullshit, you know? I hate I hate those fucking people. You know that. Mm -hmm. You know I hate that shit. Uh, but no, that um, no, it was a girl that lived right across the street from me, and uh, she was no, she was my age. Okay, she, she was a girl that my mom asked her when her birthday was, and she said, uh, she said January or June, one of those days in the summer. 
Okay. So you think she was around your age because she, she's not really a reliable narrator here. Yeah. Oh, how old are you? I don't know. I was born in either 1975 or 1992. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. One, one of those years. One of those colors. One of those leap years. <laughs> one of the colors. Fucking. She was a smart one. But she said one of those days. One of those days in the summer. In the summer. And one of them was January. Yes. Which is winter. Right. Yeah. 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 Just in case there's people listening who don't know what January. Maybe that girl's <laughs> she, listening. She's like, oh my oh God, January my God. is in the winter. Wait a minute. Hey, hey, mom, did you know? <laughs> yes, I knew that January is in the winter. No, I don't remember I'm her. 70. I don't remember her name. But she had was a gold sister. <laughs> I believe her sister's name was the same name that OJ killed. I mean, oh. I mean, Alleg- uh, allegedly. Yeah. Well, he was found liable of her death. Right. That he was liable for. Yeah. The, the person he was liable for. That the the woman, not the man. Was he found? Liable? Her name wasn't Ron Goldman. <laughs> her name wasn't Ron <laughs> Goldman's peanut shoes. No, no, it was. Oh, we have an episode title now. Episode nine, Ron Goldman's peanut shoes. All right, I like it. I like it. Uh, so no, anyway, uh, so we, we, now we're going way out of the way. I, anyway, I went to fucking Bethlehem, met some girl. She was really cute. Uh, and, and it was just kind of like my first, like, oh my God. Like I had like little girlfriends when I was younger, you know what I mean? But that doesn't count. But at this point, like I'm 14 years old and a girl like took some interest in me, but you know, we were in Bethlehem and it was just like two ships in a night. You know, like come to th- like now I look at it and I'm like, what was it, forty five minutes away, something yeah. like that. It would have been nothing. My my mom would have been like, oh, you know, he's got a girlfriend, and I would have probably saw her for like a month and then stopped because I would I would have gotten bored, you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I had a lot of fun with that stuff, and uh, and then so you brought that up, and I was thinking about uh, Bethlehem, and I and I for whatever reason I was thinking that when I'm uh, that this thing that's in Pottstown was actually thinking it was Bethlehem. It wasn't. So this is where I'm going with this. Uh, when I was a kid, I remember watching an episode of leave it to beaver. And there was this thing where beaver goes up and he's in this big cup. Mm-hmm. And then there was the leave it to beaver movie that they made. I think in the early nineties where they kind of did the same thing. They had beaver go up and he, Climbs up and he gets in, in his big cup and I guess he gets stuck or whatever. Um, and then I was thinking, I'm like, weren't there other things that did that? And I was like, I think Boy Meets World did something like yeah, that. I remember us talking about this a few months ago before we did the, started doing this show. Oh, really? Yeah. Did we do this on Pedantic? Or? We may have or it may have been off of the air. Off of off of the air. Off of the air. I am now yeah. Starfire from Teen Titans. Uh, <laughs> she's a great character. Uh so yeah so either way i i remember just like always not being obsessed with that but like being like what the fuck and um and i could have swore i was like i could have swore boy meets world did an episode like that Mm -hmm. and if i did know at the time i i knew about it then but and 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 god damn it now now that, that i don't have this prepared i should look this up I'm pretty sure that they did do something, something similar to that. And I was looking up uh, things in PA that it could possibly be based off of. And here I find that there's a place called the Pottstown Cup. Huh. 
Yeah, and it's just like round diner, but then they, there's like stuff built onto it, so it's like uh, it looks like a. Because um, whenever you bring this up to me, I would always think of the they would always have the radio things where you have to sit on a billboard and whoever sits on it the longest. Well, they did an episode of Boy Meets World for that. Oh, okay. Because I, I I think a few sitcoms have done that. That's one of those like go to sitcom episodes. Yeah, yeah. They yeah they they've they've done that. Because Boy Meets World did do a lot of those uh, like episodes. Tropes, yeah, they they would they would play the hits sometimes and put their own spin on it, right? Yeah, and and obviously you're gonna you're gonna borrow from yeah from other things, but but it's funny because I was trying to figure out I'm like what you know was there any type of place that this would have been uh, based off of, and that's I I remember coming to the Potsdam Cup, so if I came to the Potsdam Cup, then there must have been an episode where they were in some kind of like like a soup bowl or mm-hmm. coffee cup or something like that. Which is now I'm going to now 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 I'm going to fucking look that up, uh, but as I'm looking that up, um, what do I look up? Boy meets world giant cup, not pheasant. I, I wrote pheasant cup because that's pheasant cup. Went to write giant. It came out. Uh, oh, here it is. There was you can go home again. Boy meets world. However, only three hours from home. Eric pulls into Pottstown, only three hours from home. Uh, I don't think that they... Oh, may, maybe he was coming back from somewhere. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe he was coming back. Maybe he because, lives in because, Pittsburgh now. Because Pottstown is not three hours from Philly. No. Uh, we're farther away than Pottstown, and we're not three hours from Philly. Yeah, uh, we're an hour from Pottstown, but two hours from Philly. Uh, so Pottstown is about an hour from Philly. Um, however, only three hours from home, Eric pulls into Pottstown, home of the world's largest yogurt cup, ostensibly to get Corey a new pair of pants because mm, uh, something. I hate yogurt. But yeah, so they, they supposedly, uh, and there's like a sign, it's like you were entering Pottstown, home of the world's largest yogurt cup. Hmm. Um, but I don't know if he gets stuck in the cup or not, but, uh, but yeah, but I remember like looking that up and then that's what brought me to the cup diner that's in pots uh pots town and i do remember people saying like oh maybe it was based off of that maybe they saw or maybe that it was just a coincidence that pots town is mentioned as having this big cup and they actually have a place with a yeah big- or maybe they just uh was were any of the writers actually from philly is that where they decided to set it there or i don't know i don't i haven't seen that i know of i haven't seen anybody from uh, from philly the creator wasn't. He's from New York. Uh, yeah, it's always odd when they decide to set things. I'm going to go back. To, I don't know why to that because it's fresh in my mind, that office book. And uh, they were talking. Because to, you're obsessed with The Office. I know. It's it's, it's better than Seinfeld. Um, and it's not. It's not. But it's it's uh, a we, good show. Everybody knows that it's The not. Office is a, is a very good show. If you think If you think that The Office is better than Seinfeld, I don't agree. I don't, yeah, I don't agree. I, I, neither with, do I. I don't agree with um, you. But no, it's uh, <coughs> basically is why they they decided to set it in Scranton. They were like, they wanted to set it in the Northeast. They didn't want to set it in some vibrant town. Basically, they wanted the office to be like different from sitcoms that were all very, very attractive people in like highfalutin metropolitan settings. They wanted it to be in something dingy and like because it's a it's a they wanted to be like more rust belt yeah Yeah, like it's uh, a factory town yeah it was an old coal town yeah it's a fact mainly factory um (laughs) yeah a little thing in my throat you do that a lot 
the oh, yeah, little it's, Fleming. It's left over from your, yeah. your people. So, and they just thought that Scranton was a funny word. Like they had other ones. There, there were things. I think like Nashville, New Hampshire was one they thought of. Or they thought Scranton was funny. They thought the word the word Scranton just sounded funny. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it's because I grew up with it. It's it. It's like it reminds me of um. So in South Philly, my dad had a grocery store, uh, at Moymensing and Dickinson. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's Dickinson, but when you're in South Philly, you say Dickinson. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just what they say. Or at least my my fucking part of South Philly they say Dickinson but it's Dickinson uh and I remember telling excuse me I remember telling somebody where I was living in 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 Philly and I was like yeah my dad has stored uh, store at Moy Mensing and Dickinson and this lady from Colorado Colorado Lori I remember her name was Lori she was like ah what kind of weird name is that and this is like a super liberal lady Mm -hmm. that would get canceled today for Making fun of a Native American name, apparently, yeah. And because, uh, and I said that to her, I was like, uh, "It's a Native name." And like, I was kind of getting getting like butthurt that she was making fun of a name that I had no control over. Like, I didn't, I didn't right? Make, you didn't name it. I didn't name it. But like, just to sit there, it's like it's a place where I'm from, and you're sitting there laughing at it and like talking about how ridiculous. Not that I like. Listen, I've done the same damn thing. You know, like I've laughed at names like Mudlick, Kentucky. Yeah. You know, Waxahachie, mm-hmm. Laxahachie, but it's a, it, they're, they're, they're fucking Indian names. Bucksnort, Tennessee. Bucksnort, like that's goofy. Which I believe is a paper town. Are you familiar with that? Did you see the movie Paper Towns or read the book? I did. I saw the movie. I like the I, movie I a believe lot. Bucksnort is a paper town. Okay. And it's funny because they bring up Bucksnort in a different book by the same writer because uh, Paper Towns was a book by that. Remember John Green? Yeah. He would do those mental floss videos. He wrote like the fault in our stars and things like that. I, I like his movies. He he is the Nicholas Sparks for the team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I read a book of his called An Abundance of Catherines. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's about this guy who like basically every girl he's ever dated is named was named Catherine. I, I like it. And uh, I guess the one Catherine breaks up with him and he like goes off on some kind of adventure or something. I forget. The, I, the I actually I definitely tried to avoid dating girls that had the same name as the last girlfriend I had or whatever. I think mm-hmm. that I think you have to skip every it's got to be like uh, like a whatever. I even try to skip the letter, too. OK, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I'm dating an L, mm-hmm. it's got to be like. A few other letters in between the next L, right? You know what I mean. I think you had a few, you had a few L's there in a in a short span, I believe. I'll just say the names I've been with: uh, a few Lisa, no, Elisa, a few Laurens, uh, a well, I'm not going to say the other name that you know. Yeah. Um, There's two more that I can think of that begin with L. Both from around New York. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Leandra. Um. Well, that that's the that's the one I was saying. Right, yeah, yeah. The other name no, I'm course, not going to yeah. say. Uh, Leandra, the other name, Lauren, Lisa, loser. <laughs> Been with a few of them. Yeah, because uh, some of those are all like I feel like they're all kind of within like a a pretty tight time span. I've hooked up with two Aprils, two Laurens, and a partridge in a pear tree. I don't know why you hooked up with a partridge in the pear tree. That's fucking weird. The Jess. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of them, but I'm trying to think of double names. Yeah, sure. I kissed another Jess. 
I'm trying to think the one that died, the girl that died. I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, a couple Kellys. Two Kellys or three Kellys? Oh my god! Oh, there was a there was a back to back. What? There was a Kelly, and then the one after her were both the same first name, first letter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay. Well, uh, and and the L name, I think, I think it was. The yeah, L that's name. what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, there. and there was a. Oh no, there was a. Oh, the uh, L, the other girl that I hooked up with mm-hmm. when remember in the in the basement. Yeah, there was an L name. Yeah, so you're a little streaky with the letters. Jesus, <laughs> L might be the one the most. Hey, yeah, might be the most. So I'm going to try to avoid on the dating site. Yeah. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to start a new game. It's called Is this? Uh, it's going to be called Is this? A girl that tried to match with Jackson Wells on a dating site or Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be a new thing. Well, I always say when you're on a dating site, it takes you about 20 minutes just to get warmed up. Right. Yeah. I made a similar joke to Ron Funches. Yes, you did. And he got mad at me and, yeah. and tried fucking, he tried being like, like all well, smarty pants, like, like a fucking nerd. Oh, Ron Funches. It was about, uh, he, he made it, he made a thing about. He got a jacket. He was like like a young Larry Zabisco. My dear, dear friend, Larry Zabisco. And you talked to him for two minutes. Uh, Less than that, probably. He he, uh, he 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 was like a young Larry Zabisco. And I said, what, does it take you 20 minutes to, to tell a joke or something like that? Yeah. And Because Larry Zabisco, if you don't know, is known for what they call stalling. him. Like stalling. Yeah. Right. He was usually a heel and he would... Like not want to lock up with the baby face. He would like just walk around. He would adjust his wrist tape. He would so, step out of the ring. He would stall. And so if you're a fucking comedian, which comedians, by the way, are the softest fucking people in the world, they are the most sensitive people. And we should know that we're very sensitive. Yeah. Um, well, because most comedians, I think, are very insecure. Well, they are, and, they, yeah. but, but they don't know how to fuck it. They know how to dish it, but not take it. Yeah. Um. That's one hundred percent for a lot of these fucking. They get really butthurt. Um, and I get butthurt, you know, but, but he got very butthurt. Cause I was like, what's it take you 20 minutes to tell, uh, tell a joke. And then he comes back and be like, well, considering that most sets aren't even 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. I have to explain this to you. <laughs> I have to explain a fucking joke to a comedian. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. And if you fucking get wrestling, you should know Larry Zabisco fucking stalls. Yeah. You know, it was a quick little fucking thing. And it was, a, it was a DM, something that I didn't even expect him to fucking read. You know what I mean? Cause comedians won't fucking they'll read a thousand messages of like do you're so awesome you've been in such an inspiration in my life i was yeah. committing suicide but then i heard your shit and then i you know it, it, I, I i laughed so hard that i fell the other way off you know on the ledge and and i hit my head and they took me to the hospital and then i lived you know yeah and so i wasn't it's- suicidal anymore uh you know what i mean like but had i not listened to your joke i would have fallen the other way and died right. Uh, but, but the thing is, is that like, they're fucking insecure as shit. It's funny. Cause I, it was not with Ron Funches, but I had an interaction through Ron Funches with a comedian where it was something about wrestling. He said, and comedian Andy Kindler, who is Mort on Bob's burgers. He was Raymond's friend on everybody lovers Raymond. Yeah. I was like, uh, and I said something about him be- about, uh, Jameson, the old character from 
like early 90s, late 80s WWF. Right. Because Jameson was this nerdy guy. He he started on the Bobby Heenan show. And then he just became like a character on primetime wrestling when it did this. They had the studio one with Vince and Bobby Heenan that wasn't as good. He managed the Bushwhackers for a second. Yeah. And there was always a rumor, and I think it was even on IMDb, which kind of perpetuated the rumor that Jameson was Andy Kindler. Well, they also perpetuated that uh, Brian Callum was Joe Rogan's brother. Right. There were, there, were, there were a lot of untruths on IMDb. Yeah. And so I mentioned something about that. I think it was like because like they may have said that something was an urban legend. So I said like, oh, like that Andy Kindler was Jameson in the WWF. And he's like, Andy Kindler said something about like replying to my tweet about the guy who played Jameson is this guy, John DiGiacomo, who was Vince saw him at that Tony and Tina's wedding thing. It was like an interactive play in New York. Okay. And he hired him from that. He said that Andy Kindler was pretending to be Jameson so he could steal his credits. And I said something like, well, you know, after Carson retired, the quickest path for a comedian to get a sitcom was managing the Bushwhackers. And Andy Kindler replies, ha, and followed me. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Well, so that's what, my comedian story. What the story. fuck did I have to do with Ron Funches? Because Ron, it was something that Ron Funches said to Andy Kindler, which it was about wrestling, and that's why I replied to it. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then it's funny because we we were at uh, Trivia... Mm-hmm. At, at Pilgaroo, which is literally down the street from yes. where we live. And Pilgaroo is owned by professional wrestler Tony Deppin, who literally right after that, which was, what was it, like a week later? Was a, that was like a Thursday. I think that weekend he wrestled Funches. He it was the weekend wrestled after. Ron Funches. Yeah. We can't get away from Ron Funches. Yes. Uh, is, is he our new? Is he our third nemesis? But Ron, Fun- those- look, I not you. You're very you. You like to stay out of out of the shit. I will fucking fight Ron Funches. I don't give a shit. Bare knuckle fight me and Ron Funches. You know, <laughs> you want to engage in fisticuffs? I with Ron will. Funches. I will beat the fucking shit out of him. I will fuck him up. I will fuck him up within like a minute. Because if not, I get I get winded. You know what I mean? Like he better. I get winded too. I saw that match. He lost a lot of weight. He did. Good Good for him. I need- uh, no, for, for a celebrity wrestling match, it was a lot of fun. Deppin worked so hard, and yeah. Danhausen was in it, and Danhausen's always fun. And then you had... Uh, Alley Cat was in it. Uh, Shear. Paul Shear was Paul in Shear. it. Yeah, they, I, like, I like Paul Shear. It, it was fun. Oh, you met Alley Cat, didn't you? I never met Alley Cat. Oh, you never met her? I, I no. thought you did. Okay. Uh, no. Okay, all right. I'm trying to think of who you might be thinking of that I Nobody. met. Nobody. It was Alley Cat. I thought you met... No. I thought you met her before. Because you, you'd mentioned... Her name, Allie Ketch, right? Allie Ketch. Allie Ketch, yeah. No, I never met her. I thought you did. Okay. But I know she's worked this area, you know. Yeah, she's worked like Philly, Jersey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. I can't even. I, 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 thought, I thought she did. Okay. No. Uh, so so to move on um, and to, to, to try to get back into this, um, going, let's go way back to the Yogurt Cup thing. Mm-hmm. Boy Meets World, my, my son. Uh, Boy Meets World came out in 1993. I'm 13 years old. And ninety four, I move to Collingdale, and the life in Collingdale was completely different than my life in South Philly. And it was it was the suburbs, but it seemed like there was a lot more darker days in Philly, and a lot more sunshine and birds chirping, and you know, possums and different like. I didn't see a lot of possums. There's possums that run by the train tracks. Yeah, I know there were. And my mom would be like, "What the fuck is that?" Because. We didn't have these animals where, yeah. where I lived. You know what I mean? And they like my parents didn't go hunting or anything like that. So they were very like Philly centric. It was very like 
Like the the most nature we ever got was by going to the lakes once. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Like not once. We went, you know, we went a few times, but that was like the most we, now we we went horseback riding later on. I we would go horseback riding going up to the mountains, mm-hmm. but like when I was a little kid, but like when I was like 16, we would go to Slim's Ranch, which was in uh Blackwood, New Jersey. We would go horseback riding. Well, anyway, um, so my son is now 14. He's like my favorite age because I got to move to Collingdale. I was into all that stuff. I was into Boy Meets World. I always wanted that friendship with like uh, Sean and, and uh, uh, Corey. Corey. And um, I just loved all that stuff, you know? Uh, and for like years, I was just kind of like obsessed with it. You know, I, I would have to say it's my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, if you were to say like what's one of your favorite, shows, I would definitely say Boy Meets World. Yeah, there's a few of them. You know, Seinfeld's up there, yeah. Psych. Yeah, uh, Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them, but but Boy Meets World just has a special uh, place in my heart. <clears throat> uh, the, I, I'm a huge wrestling fan, as you know. Vader was on there. Yeah, uh, a few times he was like a recurring guest star. Yeah. yeah, he was Frankie's dad. He was Frankie the Enforcer. Yeah, Frankie was uh, Ethan Suppley, right? Yeah. Is it supply? Supply. I think it's supply. I've heard. I I went to a. I went to school with a kid with the same name, and it was supply. But But, I've heard uh, uh, Will Friedle say supply. But maybe he was wrong. But I've heard him say Ethan supply. Anyway, uh, Frank. Yeah, he played Frankie the Enforcer, and they had his dad come on, who was uh, Francis Stacchino. In one episode, but he was Leslie in another one yeah, because, think, because Feeney exposes his name. Yeah, because he was going to fight wrestle Corey, right? Because he was Corey the I don't Corey know. Matthews. I, Corey the Corey yeah. Matthews. This is great, yeah. Uh, I think that that was the one where Corey... There was one where Corey had to be in two places at once. That was the other one. Oh, like, that was the other one? Okay. The first one, I think, was when he was Leslie, and that was when, for some reason, some convoluted thing, Corey had to wrestle Vader at a high school wrestling meet. Okay. And that's when Feeney yelled at Vader because he Feeney taught Vader. Right. And he called him Leslie and Vader got all embarrassed and stuff. So And the thing I remember that most, because that was when Vader was still in WCW. And in like the post-credit scene, Vader was wearing the US title around his waist, which I never saw. Yeah, because he didn't wear I think I think that there was maybe in Japan he there was a picture of him and Bam Bam maybe wearing yeah they had the the all Japan I think like or no, IWGP tag team titles or yeah, something like that, yeah yeah they were they were they were New Japan but I only saw that and I remember seeing Magazines, that in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the um, after mags when I was a teen I was like oh, Vader and, and Bam Bam yeah you know um but I I always loved that that shit uh, I always loved Boy Meets World dude I I fucking thought it was fantastic um but as I got older I started to to kind of have that realization like. Like we we were talking last night about uh, the office, and we were talking about um, different things. And I'd said something to you, and there, you were like, "Yeah, that's what they said," and, which is funny. That's what yeah, you said. yeah, that's what. Uh, they said. But you were like, "Yeah, that's what they said," and because I said, "Yeah," at some point you realize, "Oh, there's no Santa Claus." Right, and and with and the, so, yeah, God, yeah, with the office thing, it was they have a whole thing about one of the big one of the big plot things, probably the biggest plot thing on the office through its run was Jim and Pam. It was their Sam and Diane. It was their Ross and Rachel. It was their uh, will they, won't they, even though they tried to be. It was their, it was their Sean and Corey. Uh, it was their Corey and Topanga. It was their Sean and Corey. Uh, who's, they, who's the, who had the bigger romance? Well, exactly. Well, it, yeah, like uh, for, for our generation, Corey and Topanga. But if I'm you're talking younger, about Sean and Corey, dude. 
Oh, you okay? I see what you mean. No, I'm not like it. Like that's all. That's a running gag, even all the way to Girl Meets World. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's that's always been the thing. Okay. Yeah, they they even had that in Boy Meets World. They would say like they would all always allude to like they're the real soulmates. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They always always did that. Um, you know, like they'll they'll bring it up multiple fucking times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, so they they're talking about uh, Jim and Pam, who it start like when the office starts. If you haven't watched the office, Pam is the secretary. Jim's one of the salespeople. And Pam is engaged to a guy who works in the warehouse. And you could tell very early on that Jim is really in the Pam. Right. And they have and they're like those work friends there. They have that camaraderie and things like that. And as as the show goes on. They they get together, they get married, they have kids, and this, that, and the other thing. And, like, people who are big fans of The Office love that couple. Like, that is their go-to couple. And, they like, apparently the actors, John Krasinski played Jim and Jenna Fisher played fam, Pam. And they would be like, I can't believe you guys aren't in love in real life. Yeah, that that happens. I mean, that, that happens with... Uh... Ben Savage, and yeah, and Daniel Official, Daniel Official, yeah, and, and the and the, and the um, da- Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Official, yeah. and 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 the thing in the book because the book one of the main writers is the guy who played Kevin. I forget his Brian Baumgartner, I think. Sure, and he's like, and and there's the is that the one that looks like John Tenta? Yes. Okay. And he goes, well, like, why don't you just tell him Krasinski's a jerk? Like, he's just making a joke because he's friends with him, right? And she's like, no, no, she's he's not a bad guy. It's just like. No, we it wouldn't have worked like right we're not in love and well, <clears throat> and like uh she's like no he's great for his wife i'm great for my husband yeah and it's but she's like yeah like telling them yeah we're not really in love with each other is like telling them there's no santa claus right and and it's like it, for me I, I think i have a different way of viewing things than you do because and maybe this is it's I think it maybe it's it's like the nostalgia thing. You know how like when you're really nostalgic, it's, it's it kind of plays into the whole depression mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's like people get really sad sometimes. Like some people look back and they're like fond like, oh, that was great. And then some people uh, they have that uh, to bring up Boy Meets World. We just said that you can go home again or whatever it was called that episode. It's kind of that whole you can never go home thing. Yeah. You you always say that you always like you can never go home at the one episode that we, when we just started talking about this with the cup, right. it was called like, you can go home again or something like that. Um, but, but you always say you can never go home because we talk about that with Collingdale. Like we, you can never recreate right. the whole thing. Like we could go back to Collingdale right now and it'll never have the same special feeling it did with like, it could snow and I could have a pot of soup on and grilled cheese. Like my mom would make, it won't be the same. Cause I'm not a 14 year old anymore. Right. Uh, you know, I'm a 40, 40- I said this to my son, by the way. I said, this is the only time where we're going to have the same numbers. Flipped. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, 41 to 14. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, that quote is from a book by Thomas Wolfe. It was a novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But isn't that, isn't that crazy? This is the only mm-hmm. time that me and him are going to have the same numbers flipped. Yeah, that is crazy. I can't think of any other... What would be the next time? I don't know how to do that. I don't know, like, what would be the next time where... We will, I don't think there is going to be another one. I don't think so. I, I'm not going to sit here with a pen and paper and do the math. But. Right. That's crazy, though. But, yeah, this is the only time. Anyway, um, but it, it's like <sighs> I, I look at things like like 
Bob's Burgers. I love Bob's Burgers, right? And and and, and pay, fo- follow me here mm-hmm. because this this is like I'm kind of going all over the place, but I, it's like a puzzle. You have all these things, you kind of want to put everything together to, to make sense. So I'm gonna get things out of the way. Bob's Burgers, Scooby Doo, Boy Meets World. A lot of these things I love. I kind of get depressed. Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I kind of get depressed when I stop and I I, I I step back and I go. It's all fiction. Like none of this is real. There's no real Bob's Burgers diner that I can go into where Teddy's sitting at the counter and I could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you could do a pop-up thing that looks like it, yeah, but like, it's not it. Yeah. Like when, when the Simpsons movie came out, I actually went to the 7-Eleven in New York right. and they made a quickie mart. I've been to the quickie mart. They have something like that at like Universal or whatever it is where they have like different things set up that you can go into. I think mm-hmm. Dan Housen was, uh, was in one of them. He's a huge Simpsons fan. Like a huge a fucking Simpsons fan. Um, and uh, there are these things you can go into. It's that's set up like right. Krusty Burger, whatever the fuck it's called, you know, uh, shit like that. Well, anyway, you could have a, a, a mystery machine, which is the, the van from Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. but there's not going to be a real Scooby-Doo. There's right. not going to be a real Fred, Shaggy, you know, Velma, Daphne, I had to say all their names. Uh, those meddling kids. So so it's like you could have the Simpsons house, but there's not going to be a real Bart there. You could have whatever, you know, you could have uh, uh, all the Santa stuff, but that's the closest thing is that there's always a Santa every year. It's a different Santa at a different place, but there's at least there's a Santa. It kind of gives you that. You, it's it's you you kind of forget for a second. Some right. some people do. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't. They, they don't they don't get lost in that. It's like when I watch a movie, I get lost in the movie sometimes. Yeah, and I think that's maybe why I don't I don't get like this because like I can enjoy it, but I never I never get so far into something that I think it's real. That's why you don't enjoy horror movies. I, I, you're exactly right. That's why that's I don't why enjoy, I'm not as big in the horror movies. You as some need people. to fucking just like. Get uh 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 what's the word I'm looking for like uh, when when it and and not oh my god I can't think of the word right now you just need to lose yourself in the the music the moment yeah you own it right uh you need uh, spaghetti on your sweater or something if my mom makes me spaghetti I'm gonna be fucking surprised right it's gonna be ashy spaghetti yes or very old spaghetti (laughs) very old very old stale spaghetti. Uh, I don't really remember your mom making too much spaghetti. She made spaghetti every now and then. Did she? Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, rest in peace. Uh, but my, I don't know, man. Like I just, I step back, like I get really fucking depressed when I, when I look at, I'm like, oh wait, this shit's not fucking real, you know? Um, and then, so with that, it makes, it brings me back to Boy Meets World because I always wanted to live next door to Mr. Feeney. I always wanted to have that house, the Matthews house. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, there's a thing with the Matthews house online. Uh, there was like a, a poll. It was kind of like an argument of whether or not the yard, the side, the part of the yard where they stand in and they talk to Feeney. Because remember, it's their yard, a fence, Feeney's yard. But it's is that the backyard or is that the side yard? And it was the poll was like 50 50 with even Danielle Fischel saying one thing mm-hmm. and Will Friedell saying the other. Well, Will Friedell lived there. God damn it. I think he was wrong though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he was wrong about it. So what, one of them was saying it was a side yard. One was saying it's the backyard. Um, If you look at it, you would think it's a side yard. Yeah. Because 
um, because it's small. Right. And they have a bigger yard, I think, on on what would be. Right. And usually you if you just, share a yard with your neighbor, it's usually a next door neighbor. Not, not always. Right. Well. Because a lot of maybe backyards will have alleys usually. Well, some some houses like have a side yard and like my house in Folsom, mm-hmm. we had a big yard. Right. And we had a side yard, which was decent. Yeah. Our side yard in Folsom was the side of, size of the yard here. Yeah, well, the yard but here longer. is a postage stamp. Yeah, right. But 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 mine was like the same like width, right. but but longer. Yo, yeah, yeah. This is this is like a yard that I had in South Philly. My first, the first house yeah. I lived in. It was a, it's a, I I always call it a shoebox, but yeah, postage stamp, shoebox, whatever. Um, but shoebox would be like the other yard because it's longer. Yeah, this is like a the one here is like a square. Um, but anyway, the the Feeney uh, Matthews yard. Is technically the backyard, even though it's very small, and the bigger yard is the is the side yard. Because if you look at the layout of the house, you would have the you would have to go straight through from the front door all the way to the back door, and if you're going that way, then that is the backyard. Yeah, which they probably didn't even think of as they were laying out the show. But if you look at the script, it says exterior backyard. Oh, okay. Then maybe they did. But I think even Michael Jacobs said it was the side yard. Yeah. So it's one of those things like, where is Springfield? <laughs> no, nobody knows. Right. Right. But I always found, like, found that stuff to be interesting. But then like, I look at all that stuff and I'm like, because I, for years I've always been like, if I was rich and I could, I, if I hit the lottery and I could just recreate something. That might be one of the ones that I would want to recreate. Yeah, I, I, I would, I could see that being high up for you. Yeah, that and Desert Glory. Okay, so, <laughs> so you jumped the gun. Oh, sorry. I was gonna ask you, and then I was gonna say Desert Glory, but goddamn it, you got to it. I even know what I would recreate. I, I know what I would recreate. I've always brought this up. The primetime wrestling set. I would recreate the old Bobby Heenan Girl or Monsoon primetime wrestling. All right, well, set. you just ruined the Christmas present. Oh, goddamn! Well, yeah. I still want it. I, I, dude, I thought about that for, um, for, for this show, mm-hmm. for a, uh, a video, uh-huh. version of this, doing like literally building a primetime set that would like have it would be so fucking easy to make too. Yeah, it wasn't like the most elaborate set ever no it'd be so fucking easy to make and all i kept thinking was is like oh my god i might do that like i might literally <laughs> literally fucking create that i will live there that'll we're putting it in this room and it will be my my desk where i work all we need is a fucking banana phone yeah um you need that placard that says the brain which is going to be the hardest thing to get right from. i could just go to etsy yeah that's what i love about etsy People are willing to create anything on that damn thing. They know? are. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, but but then I thought about it. I was like, dude, if I created the fucking Boy Meets World like set or like or ha- if, I, if I had money mm-hmm. and I was I, I thought of a couple things. I'm like, all right, fine. I, I, I get all this money. I hit the lottery. Right. Right. I, I, I buy a lot. I buy a lot because I'm going to buy I'm going to buy this lot and I'm going to build. I think you meant you were going to buy many things when you said a lot. Okay, you're no, a, a lot a of land, lot. Yeah. right? Um, but see, this is this is where I'm at because it depends on what I'm into. Last year, I thought about the same thing. I wanted to build Mr. Miyagi's house. Yeah, you go through phases. I do go through phases, and it's a problem 
because I get bo- I, I not bored of things, but I get burnt out on things. Like I'm into something for a few weeks and then I move on to something else. I think I think it's like you burn bright, but you burn fast. Like because you get really into the things you get into and then I get super passionate. Yeah. Yeah. I get super, super passionate about that. Yeah. And then it's like I I get enough of it because it's like, oh, there's not much more I can get from this once. And then it's just like, oh, and then I I move on to other things. And then at some point it, it, it becomes cyclical because that time next year yeah, you wrap around and you're back to it and yeah. i'm back to it because it's like oh i can get into this again it's like uh christmas in connecticut i was all about that house when i watched the movie and for i remember starting to build a diorama from from that do you remember that yes it was maybe about four years ago or so uh like four or five years ago yeah i was really 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 into christmas in connecticut it was a 1940s christmas uh movie and uh it's about this girl who is a writer for a magazine and she tells her editor that she she's writing as she's like, oh, yeah, as I'm looking out onto my farm in Connecticut mm-hmm. and here she's in like a fucking penthouse in New York. Right. And her editor's like, oh, great. I'm going to be in that part of Connecticut. Uh, so I'm going to come by the house. And she's like, what? And so she's not even married and she has to find a husband and a fucking house real quick. Yeah. Which I think she has a boyfriend who she who's like a realtor and or a realtor and uh and he like lets her use this house and so she has to pretend that it's her house right and then she has to borrow a baby from somebody it's a funny movie and it's it's and then she meets this guy who's like uh like a navy uh uh guy like a navy dude and he comes and for some reason he's at the house and then they fall for each other and he's the husband he ends up posing as the husband like they get married by this priest that they have to sneak in and out of a window or something like that it's it's convoluted and it's like all over the place but it's it's pretty funny for you know the 1940s um but the house that they live in uh that or that that they stay in i dude i was just like fucking in love with it and so i start like drawing out like how it's situated and like i remember sketching out and i was like i'm gonna make a fucking di- i can't live there I don't have the money to actually build a place like this. So I'm going to make a diorama. There you go. That was like the closest thing for me. It was like, I could just, I, I could at least make a diorama of this, you know? Um, and I started making it and then it didn't happen. I remember trying to make a diorama of something else years ago. And when we lived at Pat else, do you remember that? No, I remember. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so, so going back to boy meets world, uh, I, I, I started, I was like, Okay, I would need a lot of money, right? And then I would I would need to buy uh, a big plot of land. So I'll say plot this time, a big plot of land, so I could build the Matthews house, but I'd have to build the Feeney house behind it. Yeah. So there, you yeah, know, even need an even bigger plot of land. No, that would be part of or the. Or big... just be, would that would you actually have the house or just the facade? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, did they ever go in? They 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 did because they rented it out as a bed and breakfast one time for like a like Sean had this idea that he needed to they wanted to make money and Feeney was gone so they rented out the house for like two uh, or they rented out like a bedroom for two hundred bucks a night. Hmm. It was so it was like it was a bed and breakfast thing. Um, Yeah, so they they did have the the interior. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if I had like a shit ton of money, I'd have to make, I'd have to have the two houses. Right. Right. But then I thought I'm like, but even if I did that, I would be so depressed because 
there would be no Feeney there. Well, yeah. Well, and there would be no Matthews. There would be there would be no Shona Court. And what am I going to do? Sit in the house and watch Boy Meets World in this Boy Meets World created house that looks just like it. And then I would walk around and go, "Oh my God, this is so depressing. It's like a ghost town." Do you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I think it like plays into that. I think too much about this because nobody else in the world is. I'm sure, actually that's a lie. I'm sure there's somebody I'm else sure there are, yeah. that, that wants to do the same exact thing. Well, and I think there was something like this with the Brady house where they tried to renovate. I think they did it for a TV show, though. Like they tried to renovate. They bought somebody. I think it was like HDTV or somebody bought the exterior Brady house and then tried to do renovations inside to make it look as close as possible to the really? Brady Bunch house. Yeah, I know that there was something similar to a guy in, I think it was like Texas, created a house to look like the Munster house. Oh, cool. Like the whole outside and, every, and the inside, but it was like smaller. Um, they, he tried doing it as best as possible, so it didn't look exactly the same, but he had it like where the, the steps lift up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have like I had a Munster. Uh, I think I still have it. It's like this Munster's book. And uh, yeah, so anyway, created. I think it, like I said, it was in like Texas, which is a very strange place to put that. Yeah. But uh, is there is, is there any place i always i know that you always like barney stinson's uh, apartment oh you uh, like the one from bosch bosch's apartment on the show bosch is it's just a cool apartment it's a cool like an a-frame and the hollywood hills this is a cool apartment you like those very simple like more uh clean glass windows yeah it's overlooking the city like the skyline yeah where i like something that's a little bit more rustic or more family like whether it may maybe like a cabin thing or just a, a a nice house. I think cabins and lake houses are cool too. Yeah, that's my that's my thing. But anyway, um, yeah, that's my my boy meets world thing. And and like I said, a lot of it plays into um, a lot of it plays into uh, nostalgia for me because it, like I was watching it like growing up, you know, and it was kind of like what I wanted. I wanted to live that lifestyle, but I lived in a city where there was a lot of like like getting hit in the head with 40 bottles and right getting hit in the head with a brick and nobody gets nostalgic for that and stabbed in the neck with a pencil and and so they lived a life that i didn't have Well, that's what tv is it's escapism right but no it's funny because i was talking to some girl about it and and she was like i was like oh man i like i brought up boy meets world she's like why you didn't have a life like that and i was like no <laughs> why did you like I guess some people did. Some yeah. some people live in. It was the, closer to that for some people than others. Yeah. Yeah, like some people living in, uh, away from the city didn't have it like that. I, and I, it was just like whoa. Because when I moved to Delco, it was bad in some spots, but there were some some places like Springfield. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 um. I try to there. I guess nothing else was really filmed there. There's like Delco where like the CEO of Comcast lives and there's Delco where Mayor of Easttown was set. Right. Yeah. It's like, like if I lived in Folsom where I lived later, if I grew up in Folsom or Ridley Park, I probably would have had a way different life than I did when I lived in Collingdale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so weird. Cause like, I, I think, I think that when you look back at, some things it's like you don't really understand it's it's like you you don't know what you got till it's gone right you kind of don't appreciate because i believe a white snake song <laughs> those poets white snake i liked white snake it always brings me back to i remember listening to white snake and playing with gi joe action figures fucking very weird memory 
Um, but like, yeah, like when you live in, when you live there, it's kind of like, like I look back now and I'm like, dude, I, we had the best time. We had the best fucking years living in Delaware County. I lived in Philly. It was, eh, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm sure today, if I lived in Philly, I could find good spots. I wouldn't live where I lived before. Right. And there's certainly places I would avoid, but that's the great thing about the world itself is that you could really mold things to be your boy meets world life. You could, you know, mold things to be your Seinfeld life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like you, you could, you could be like, okay, I'm going to go to this type of place that has this, but I'm going to ignore all this other shit. Right. You know, like we talked about before, uh, going to, going to school, walking to school, we had nudies. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little lunch place. Nudies could have been our chubbies mm-hmm. from Boy Meets World. Nudies could have been when we were older, if it was still open, nudies could have been our, uh, what's the Seinfeld diner called? Was it the Mac? No. Monks. Monks. The Max was saved by the bell. Right. Yeah. Could have been our, could have been that, could have been the Max. Could have been monks. Could have been whatever, you know. There was a little pizza place by my middle school, but it didn't have a lot of inside seating. It was called like Dino's. Some people go there to like get a slice of pizza after school. The one time, the closest thing I ever saw to that was when I was in middle school, there would be a point where for the first few years I was there, I was there for three years. Now, when you say my middle school, you mean our middle school? Yeah, I forget. I always forget you were there. I, th- I, th- I always forget you were at that middle school for a <laughs> That's why I was confused for a second. Because I, I always remember going the one, to the high school. It was the one re- literally right across the street. Yeah, that everybody would go to. That was like when, when kids would leave uh, grade school and they would go to my dad's, mm-hmm. um, or uh, it was, there was a place called Stosh's, and my dad's was like. A block down. Right. But yeah, I wasn't getting to that place, though. I was getting to this other thing where that middle school, they would let people out early on, like the first Wednesday of every month. And everybody would go to either the Wendy's or the Taco Bell on the big street near the school. Like there would be a line out the door of kids from the middle school trying to go to Wendy's. Yeah. You don't see that anymore. No, not really. Everybody wants to get home and do their own thing for the most part, I think. Yeah, they no, seriously, they want to get home and get on fucking TikTok. Like for for a minute, I remember going to uh the local coffee shop and um there would be a lot of uh a lot of kids from like, you know, I think it was like a local Catholic school or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they would come and they would hang out and I would sit there and I'd I'd smile and I'm like Dude, this is this is cool because like this is their spot. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to the coffee shop. And then maybe they still go. But I think what happened was they they changed their hours for a while at the yeah, coffee shop. Yeah, they closed like earlier now, I think. Well no, no, now it's five. Okay, I think it was three for but a But it bit. was three for a while. And so that may have like deterred kids from coming there. Yeah, especially if you don't get out of school till like two thirty or two twenty. Right. Like when I was in high school, we got out of two twenty. And so Maybe they were like, oh, well, they, they close. What's the point of going? Yeah. And they don't go anymore. But and now they don't know that they're open till five. Right. Uh, maybe they go, but I don't know. I'm not there. You, you know what I mean? Like at that time, usually. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea whether or not they go. And I don't want to go to the place and be like, 
Hey, do the high school kids still come? Hey, here? when do the high school kids get here? <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Because for me, it's like I view things completely different than than the way other people view it. It makes me happy to see. I think I'm becoming that old person that's like, it makes me happy to see the kids have a place to go. Mm-hmm. But at least it keeps them off the screen. But I no seriously. But I feel that I can't. Like I, I shouldn't have to go and tell people that. You know, but you feel like you have to explain yourself today when you're happy that, oh, you know, these kids are going there because it's like, oh, it's creepy. He wants to know why the kids are there. Why does he like kids? Oh, my God, because I have kids and I want my kids to have that type of thing. I want there to be a Chubbies. I want there to be a Max or a Monks or a fucking whatever the hangout place is. Uh, there's a place in. All American, the show where they hang out. Only reason I know that is because I was watching one of those backlot tours, mm-hmm. and they were driving around. Somebody was like, "Oh, and that's where they hang out in All American." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, it was like a ice cream thing in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, there was like there was like the dairy free. Okay, or yeah, like, like I like I love stuff like that. You know, um, my hangout, I guess, was uh, it could have been Collingdale Pizza for a minute. But it was uh, it was it was usually that spot that I would, you know, when I would go to the Sev mm-hmm. and I would sit, I'd sit 7-Eleven on, for those who aren't familiar with the vernacular. No, I, I would sit on that uh, sit on that stump. But anyway, um, if you have any uh, Boy Meets World uh, memories, thoughts, if you uh, or if you have any kind of show that was like, I wish I was in that world, like, you know, where you could just kind of live in something like that. Uh, let us know. Email us at cheesesteaksuplex.com. At uh, gmail.com. Or cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. I'm sorry. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, let us know what, what world you would want to be in. Is it, is it, uh, the office? Is that where you want to be? Scranton? Is in, it Scranton? Be in Scranton? <laughs> uh, hey, you'll be near me in, in Philly. Oh, by the way, uh, that's another thing. So so hypothetically, real quick, hypothetically, I'm going to I'm going to buy this this lot of land so I could build my Matthews house and my Feeney house. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I would make a bed and breakfast, by the way. OK, I would make I would call it Feeney's bed and breakfast. Don't know if I could. I'd probably get sued. But uh, if I have all this money, I could probably, you know, be OK. Anyway, I would call it George's. Maybe I don't know that they can. I think you could get away with George's. Right. Mm-hmm. George's bed and breakfast. Yeah, bed meets breakfast is what you can call. Bed meets breakfast. I like that. That's good. So I am the idea man. Yeah, well, I, I actually I'm the idea man. Usually, oh, you can't use that idea. No, I will. Um, but I like that. Bed meets breakfast. Uh, chair lunch dinner. That is not our idea. Oh. Somebody else's. <laughs> oh, okay, but he's dead. He's so, dead. Well. So yeah. Um, recipes, Mitch Hedberg. Uh, so so I did think of this. If, if I'm going to have this lot of land and I'm going to build my houses, where am I going to build it? Now, Boy Meets World is set in Philly, mm-hmm. but they're set in a specific neighborhood of Philly. And the neighborhood is called Cedar Heights. Now, there is no such neighborhood as Cedar Heights. Right. So I looked for the fuck of it. I was like, well, is there a Cedar Heights or is there a Cedar Heights near Philly? And I, I Googled it. And lo and behold, there is a Cedar Heights next to Conshohocken. Now, if you're not familiar, Conshohocken is on the border of Philly and Montgomery County. And it's like right in Montgomery County. 
and it's next to uh, uh, Rock Sparrow, which I would have argued growing up, Rock Sparrow is not in Philly, but it is because they use a zip code. Right. There's always that fight of what is and isn't in any city. It, it, but it's it's a, it's a suburb that's in that's using Philly zip yeah. code, so it's claiming to be part of the city. It's within the city limits, but it's not a fuck. It's a fucking suburb. Roxborough, Maniunk are fucking suburbs that just happen to say that they're from Philly. Um, but right next to it, literally right next to it, it's you know what it's like? It's like Darby and 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 Southwest Philly. Where they are, it's like South Darby is in Delaware County. Right. But it's fucking touching it. Right. It's it's bordering it. Yeah. It's, and, it's directly bordering. And it. that's what's happening with Cedar Heights, the real Cedar Heights. I don't even know if the writers even know that there's a fucking real Cedar Heights. Maybe they do. Maybe somehow they heard about it. Maybe there is somebody from the area, a writer, that was like, oh, well, they're, I'm from Cedar Heights or whatever. Anyway, and it, that's where they're, it's supposed to be set. It's the Cedar Heights section of Philly. Uh, but the real Cedar Heights borders Conshohocken and Roxborough. So Cedar Heights is in Montgomery County, not Philly, uh, which Philly is in Philadelphia County. But it's uh, it borders it. So it's right there. And I said to you, I was like, I'm going to count it. I'm going to count that as Philly, because if you're saying to somebody that doesn't know, if you're in Conshohocken and they're like, where are you from? Like, oh, I'm from Philly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm from Conshohocken. Somebody might think that that's like I would usually say I'm from right outside of Philly is what I would usually we say. We would say, yeah, yeah. we I, I mean, I say I'm from Philly or, or if I was there, I live right outside of Philly, right. you know. Um, but I mean, if you're, if you're bordering it, you know, like then again, we were at Collingdale was only like five minutes away, five minutes from the border of, yeah. Cause we were right. Collingdale and Darby touch Darby and Southwest Philly touch. And it's a very, it's, it's a literally a five minute fucking ride, uh, to go from Collingdale to Southwest Philly. Um, okay. But I get you. You would say you're from right outside Philly, but you could say Philly for somebody just to, you know, but I'm from Philly. What part right. of Philly? Well, I'm actually, I li- live in Conshohocken, but it's it's right there on a border. Um, so I'm going to count Cedar Heights. So that's what I would have to do. I would have to buy a plot of land in Cedar Heights, Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. And that's where I would have to buy my Boy Meets World uh, or build my Boy Meets World house. You know what I mean? I know. Just yeah. so I could say, I you know, I have a fucking, I have this house. It's the authentic Boy Meets World house. It's in the real Cedar Heights. It's in Cedar Heights. Yeah. You know, somebody believe it's not Philly. Yeah, but okay. Well, neither is Boy Meets World. Yeah. Boy Meets World isn't real. <laughs> right. This house is here in Cedar Heights. So yeah. Would you do anything that drastic? No, no, no? not even close. Oh, okay. You're boring. Yeah. All right. Let's go to break. Well, the break is a live read, and it's when I talk about the other wrestling show. There is wrestling coming up um, right after this little live read thing. And uh, if you like me talking about wrestling, you can hear more of it most Thursdays. Uh, on his favorite show. Murder My Dude. We sometimes talk about wrestling. On oh. Uh, no, on Tornado Tag Podcast. His favorite show. Uh, which uh, we did skip this past week because it was Thanksgiving, but we'll be back on uh, this coming Thursday as you listen to this. I believe we'll be talking, finally, Randy Savage. We've been supposed to be talking about Randy Savage for like two weeks, but uh, various events have conspired to stop it from happening. But uh, yeah, join me and the rest of the crew there from Tornado Tag Podcast to talk about that. If you want to listen live, it's on Thursdays at 7. I know they have 
a separate dedicated YouTube page now. If you look up Tornado Tag Podcast on YouTube, you can find it. And then um, you can also find the archives at IWEPnetwork.com. And that's the live read. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move on to the uh, the wrestling portion of our show. And uh, yes, yeah, so we've been talking about this back and forth. And as everybody knows, like AEW has a fairly sizable roster. And so this is going to be more contemporary wrestling this week. And Ring of Honor recently announced they're releasing all their wrestlers from their contracts. After their show at the end of December, they're going to go dark for a little bit. The plan, they say, is to come back around WrestleMania weekend with the show. Some people think they're just going to be done. And a lot of people seem to think that AEW should buy ROH and kind of run it almost as like their NXT. As their feeder league, secondary, like AAA ball, or a second brand, or something like that. So what we're going to do is like a little thought exercise here. We're going to go through the uh, AEW roster. We might look at some of the people from ROH too. And just see, like, would you put them in AEW? Would you put them in ROH or would you uh, cut them loose? And for this, for the, for the, uh, for all intents and purposes here, let's just say, just because we're having fun with it, that AEW buys ROH and they have a deal in place with Turner where ROH is now going to get a, a time slot. Just have fun. We'll say it's going to be Saturdays at 6.05 on TBS. I don't know why I would think that would be the time slot, but let's just run through the roster for AEW and say, would you put this person in AEW? ROH, if you're doing to, to split up the rosters, or would you fire them? Would you uh, relieve them of their contract? And then we'll kind of add some wild cards after people who might be working for ROH now, people who just got cut from WWE, free agents, people like that. So let's start at the top of AEW's roster. We'll start with the men's division first. Aaron Solo. Aaron Solo. Who I believe is part of the Academy. I believe he is Bailey's ex-boyfriend. So, so we're putting them in AEW, ROH, yeah. or fired column. Mm-hmm. Uh, I move, so here's the thing. I like having a, I like having a lot of people if I'm going to have three shows, because mm -hmm. I don't like WWE's very, oh, we're using the same five guys over and over and over. Right. It gets stale, it gets bored. It's to be same. fair, they only have five guys working for them right now. Well, that's what I'm saying, because they, they fired everyone else. But, but I don't like that. Right. There's, I like variety, but there is such thing as a bloated roster. Mm-hmm. Because people do get lost in the shuffle, and that is what's happening with AEW right now. Uh, they're they're just signing way too many people, and not they're not doing enough with, uh, excuse me, some of the people that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that kind of prompted this whole thing anyway. It was like, dude, why do they have this guy? Right. Uh, but if you are doing a hypothetical where, because all right, so what are the shows they have? They have. We're going to say they're going to be on AW, which would be Dynamite or Rampage. Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, and Dark Elevation. Yeah. So you have four shows. Plus, they're talking about some other show coming up, and I don't know if it's just the the special thing that they're going to run like four times a year or whatever it is, or if there's going to be another show. So there's four with potentially a fifth show. Yeah, two TV shows right now and two web shows that are mainly like jobber squashes. Right. And then... uh hypothetically we're going to have ROH. Yeah, Ring of Honor is going to have its own show. We'll just say they're going to get two hours on TBS on a Saturday night. So there's going to be five, potentially six shows. Right, but the other shows, we'll, we'll just say that ROH gets ROH and AW Dark is going to be now ROH Dark, and then AW has Dynamite Rampage and Dark Elevation. Well, I wouldn't call it ROH Dark. I would just call it ROH. I would just call it Ring well, of Honor. Well, the ROH is going to have their own show, and they're going to have like a B show. 
I guess, which would be which would used to have been dark. So, so you you buy ROH. Mm-hmm. You don't just run ROH as one show. You do a two. You have two shows, or, or it could be one show. It's it's a thought experiment. We're, we're, I'm just okay. trying to organize. Like I don't like just so because four shows and one show is a little off balance. I said okay, let's let's for that. Like I was thinking, okay, you could do three and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think that you need to know what what you're doing with it. Uh, okay, fine, uh, fine. AW Dark and Ring of Honor are going to be Ring of Honor branded. And then Dynamite, Elevation, and Rampage will be AW branded. Just for the this thought exercise. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, and it's up to you if you want ROH to be more developmental, if you want it to be a different a different product. Okay, so this is where I'm at mm-hmm. on that. I would not I would want I would want ROH to be like NXT was to WWE right before that they did 2.0. Okay, I'm thinking of it more of like when New Japan was running Noah for a little bit. But okay. okay, kind of the same thing. Okay, yeah. I mean, like from cuz it's like I this is how I want it to be. I I want it to be like this uh, me personally. Mm-hmm. I'd want it to be like I love AEW. AEW's great, but that's the work rate show. That is your Brian Danielson show. AW is not ROH. ROH. I'm talking ROH about. is your work rate show. Okay. That's your that's your work because that's the way we saw NXT. Okay. We looked at NXT and we're like, WWE stinks, but there's there could be some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's good workers on there. There uh, today there's excellent fucking wrestlers on there. Mm-hmm. But NXT was the work rate show. Right. That was like okay this is the shit now it was for a minute now it's not yeah I, I yeah i'm gonna approach it a little differently i'm gonna try to have roh kind of be like a very work rate focused but also we're trying to develop people here we're trying to get people some um some screen time where they where they might not usually get it well i think that that's what nxt was right was well because no, we're gonna we're gonna both run through this list and but yeah. i was gonna say that's how i'm approaching it you, you just said how you're approaching it but but, but i think we're approaching it the same because I said like NXT okay. and NXT was a developmental, okay. even though they, they said that they weren't. All right. Yeah. Um, they tried saying that they were just another brand, but they weren't because they were never equal to okay. Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 they were never equal to Raw or SmackDown. They were not. they were developmental. They were, but yeah. But they were the work rate show. Mm-hmm. They were also the sh- they were the show. They were the fucking cooler show. And I think that. But I think AEW is enough people where both shows could be the work rate show. Well, I was going to get to that. Yeah. I was going to say, but I think that I would do it like old school ROH, mm-hmm. where it's a little bit more focused on like a real fucking wrestling show. And there would be a little bit more sports entertainment to AEW. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of going the same way. And less sports entertainment with that. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? More like your your Japan stuff. But well, then again, Japan has sports entertainment. But but it would be more work rate focused. Right. But uh, so so with that said, Aaron Solo. Uh, it depends on how much you I don't really know a whole lot of him. Mm-hmm. My, my initial thought is I want to move him to the we don't need him. But also, if we are going to, you know, move people to different things, we're going to have four different shows. Mm-hmm. You're going to need somebody. Yeah, you're going to need you're going to need depth. Uh, I'm keeping Aaron solo. I'm going to put him uh, on. He's going to be on any B show on AEW. So I'll keep him for AEW. OK, I'm actually going to move him to Ring of Honor. OK, okay. just to see just to give him a little bit of uh, a little bit of a, more of a. Uh, 
time to to kind of get some seasoning, get 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 more notice, things like that. So the next one is uh, Adam Cole, baby. See, this is tough. Not tough for me at all. I, I say it's tough because I I like stuff that they did on the indies, but I think he he's he's big time. Mm-hmm. So I like I. I would, well, I would keep him in AEW. Yeah, he's no, no, no brainer for me. He's staying in AEW. Now, that's not to say that these guys can't make an appearance. Yeah, well, of course, you would want to obviously do interpromotional stuff. Uh, so the next one is Alan Angels Five from the Dark Order. Okay, so I wouldn't have him do anything with the Dark Order, but I would take him out. I like him. I like his style. Uh, he's ROH for me. Yeah, I'm going to put him in ROH too, and I'm probably I'm going to get rid of the. Uh, the five thing. I think I would call him five, but I just, I, I don't know why, but I like the Allen five angels. I don't know why I like that, but I like it. If you want to get rid of the five, get rid of the five. Uh, I, but I would get, move him away from the dark order. I, I think he's a good worker. Okay. Alex Reynolds. Uh, I, I, I like him and silver uh, together, but I think there is whatever the heel version of the barbershop window in Alex Reynolds's future. I, I was getting to that. Yeah. <laughs> There's an obvious star there, and it's not Alex Reynolds. Uh, but for now, I would keep Reynolds and Silver in AW. Okay, so I would move Silver to ROH. Alex John Silver be a ring, a ring of honor for you? Absolutely. You keeping what are you doing with Reynolds? Um, doesn't I, I would move? I, you could move him there. They could be a little bit of a feud or something. You know, you can do that whole breakup. I, I'll move him there. I'll, I'll move him to ROH. He goes to ROH for me. So they're both going to be ROH. They're right? ROH, yeah. Okay, so our next one is Andrade El Idolo. Uh, ROH. He goes ROH for me for a while because he's not really being used right on AEW. Mm-hmm. I think if you take him there, he could he could build a stable, he could become big, mm-hmm. and then you could have like an interpromotional feud or so, you know, something like that. There could be... So I take him over to, to ROH. I would he, also have him in ROH as my top, one of my top heels. Absolutely. ROH. 100%. Yeah. He is going to be one of the guys I'm building ROH around. And Helico. Hmm. Oh, man. Uh, oh, fuck. This was an easy one for me. All right. Where, where, are, you, where are you? I am saying uh, in Helico. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, thank you for your service. I wish you the best of luck. I'm moving on. You you don't use him at all? No, I would not. I would I would be moving on from Angelico because I might be signing some free agents after this. Okay, all right. Angelico you know what? Is I think I have, future plans. I think I have to go with you. Okay. All right. So we're gonna put uh, Anthony Bones and and uh, Max Caster together. Is the uh, I keep them the acclaimed in AEW. I keep them. Yeah. I, yeah. I, AEW. They're gonna stay AEW. Yeah. For me. I I I like what they're I. Bones is a little bit more. He's got the better look because mm-hmm. he he's fucking put together. Uh, I like him on the uh, I like him on vlogs and shit like that. He mm-hmm. seems like a really really nice dude. Uh, but what the fuck does that have to do with wrestling? You, yeah. you know you know my philosophy right. on that. I don't you know because you'd be like oh this guy's nice. I'm like what the fuck's that have to do with wrestling? Mm-hmm. You know um, I don't care about their personal lives typically. Like if you're like that guy shoots his fucking kid every day. Right. Uh, I'm gonna be like why isn't he in prison? But also I don't give a shit because and why isn't the kid dead yet? Right. <laughs> Look. Uh, but I just don't care about that stuff uh, like other people do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm there to be entertained. I don't give a fuck about their personal lives like that. Unless I'm watching for some, like I watch him on vlogs. Very funny. But he doesn't do anything for me in wrestling. Right. But I like what he's doing as far as being with Max Caster is like kind of like a hype man. Right. Almost. 
and Max Caster is the uh, star of that team. He's definitely the one that, that pops off the TV. So I keep him with Max Caster. They stay in AEW. Yeah. Same, same for me. Uh, Anthony Agogo. I like Agogo. I put him in ROH. I'm, I'm going to keep him in AEW. Okay. I put him in ROH. I think that uh, he could really learn a lot down there. That, 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 is, that would be the one reason I would think about putting him in there, but I think he can learn a lot in AEW, too. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to fit more of like what my vision for AW is. Right. And then, so our next, per, uh, we're going uh, so, to, we're going to up the gun club. Uh, yeah. They stay together. I, mm-hmm. I think, uh, where do they stay together at? See, this is this. I don't know, man. Maybe if you split them up, uh, I could see Austin and what's his name? Colt Colton Colton. Yeah. I can see them being a tag team in ROH. Mm-hmm. So maybe you move them to ROH because they're not doing anything for me. On... And you keep him Billy and AW, letting Billy go. I'd probably put Billy and AW. Okay. Or you know, because he does behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. You know, I my my thought is you're gonna probably use behind the scenes people for both shows. So um, yeah, we're, we're just talking about for this for the the purposes of this we're just talking about on camera shit. I I think that like I think Billy because Billy's in great fucking shape and he could still move and why would you stop that? Yeah. You you could tell me. He you, he could turn sixty next year. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the shape he's in? Do you yeah, see how he shape, moves? Yeah. He's the best pure athlete in AW. Hey dude, hey dude, mm-hmm. give me another guy that's that fucking good at that age as a wrestler. Yeah, Dustin Rhodes. He's not, not, he he's doesn't not look sa- as he's good. It's not, not the same fucking age. Oh, he's is he older? Than I think he's younger. Oh, I think uh, he's younger, but uh, I think he is, and maybe he is. A, that, anyway, know. um. But that's what I do. I, 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 cause I'm not the biggest fan of those two. Yeah. But they're a tag team. I like tag teams. Maybe, uh, you know, ROH needs them. I move them there. That's what I would do. I'm putting them all in Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor has a six man division and they can be in it. Um, Bear Country. Uh, are you splitting them up or are you keeping them together? I keep them together just cause, again, I like, I like tag teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep them in AEW. They will be an ROH tag team for me. Okay. Just because that's not, I mean, that's not awful, you know? Yeah. I just think just to, uh, just kind of keep some, some teams in one, keep some teams in the other. They're going to be an ROH tag team for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so next we have the blade, the butcher and the butcher blade, and the blade. Say. We're going to put those together or we split them up. I keep butcher and the blade together. I like them. I'd send them to ROH. They're going to be an ROH. Okay. That's I would a- keep them together. Unfortunately, the butcher is hurt. Um, yeah. And I'm going to keep them in AW. Okay. I'm gonna, so that for me is going to be Butcher and the Blade in AEW. I'm actually doing a list here so we can run through it a little bit later. Right. And so next we have Bobby Fish, the recently <laughs> debuted Bobby Fish. Now this is, so this could be tough because he is an ROH dude like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hopes is that all of the Undisputed Era dudes get released and they're they all end up in the same place. Well, the right. other two, there's two more. Yeah. Roddy and O'Reilly. Because and O'Reilly's deal is supposedly up soon. And December. we don't know about Roddy yet. Right. Which is very soon. In fact, when this episode comes out, it will be uh, almost December. Well, the thing is, it, it, the, the thing is, is that if O'Reilly goes to AEW, mm-hmm. you will have the original a, uh, uh, undisputed era. Yeah. Because it was only the three of them. Yeah, Roddy came in later. Yeah. yeah, Roddy came later. Even though they're like, there was a, I watched a match recently and it was Roddy and I think it was Roddy and Adam Cole versus Red Dragon. 
Oh wow! Yeah, in ROH. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, those. And it's like, oh shit! They mixed up a lot. It's the yeah. undisputed era of fucking wrestling each other. So are you keeping Bobby Fish in that's, AW? Then that's tough. That's tough because it's like I feel that he's had enough mm-hmm. of ROH. It's time for him to do other shit. But at the same time, he's familiar with it. He could be doing double duty. He he can be wrestling there, but he could also be you know training and you know stuff okay. like that. Uh, as far as on camera, if you have, if we're doing a firm split, what show are you putting him on? Yeah, that's that. That's tough. I think at this point, though, I think I'm going to keep him in AEW. Right, I'm putting him in ROH. Okay. And so our next person will be Brandon Cutler. But if you put him in ROH, then you kind of fuck up any chance of having Undisputed Era get for back now, together. For now, we can do like so. We can do people jumping back and forth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Brandon Cutler. <clears throat> Sorry, Brandon. No more fucking no, yeah. nothing for And that, that that might not necessarily mean you're not doing like things backstage. We don't know what these people are doing off of TV outside of the ring. No, we're talking sp- purely being on being screen. On screen and in-ring characters. So yeah, Brandon Cutler will not be doing anything on screen with me. Right. If he's like um doing stuff behind the scenes. I don't care. Or- yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking purely being yeah. on uh screen. Brandon Cutler does not make any he just doesn't make the cut. Uh so like I said, I like I like having, but we if you have a shitload of people, Aaron Solo definitely goes. It ha- he has to go, and Helico I never really gave an answer for. Uh, they said you would cut him. Uh, okay, uh, did I? Okay, yeah. so fine. And Helico goes. Oh, man. Let's just run through it and then we'll recap because if not, it's going to take six hours. Yeah, well, go ahead. Uh, so next is going to be Brian Cage. I got to cut him. You would cut Brian Cage because because I wouldn't want to. He's a big dude. Mm-hmm. He's got a good look. He's a decent worker. Why isn't he doing big shit right now? So there's got to be something there, uh, and it's like I do, they're not really doing shit with him. He goes let let him let him fucking go, let him do something. I don't know. It's just, I agree. I think there's a he's obviously not getting pushed, and there's probably a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. And if you want to pair him with Griff Garrison as a varsity blondes, you can. No. You don't? No. Okay. Uh, neither one do anything for me. Are you cutting them both? I cut them both. I will make them a team in ROH for now. Okay. Like, they might be on a short lease, but I, leash, but I am I am uh, going to keep them in ROH for now. Mm-hmm. They're young and they, they can that, learn That's That's the only thing that, yeah, yeah, I could, like, if if, if the thing is, if, if it's me and you, mm-hmm. and we're running this together. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I want to cut them. You're like, no, I would want to put them. I would be like, all right, let's try it. Let's see. Sink or swim. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that that would be my thing. Brock Anderson. Brock Anderson. Gone. Okay. Or, hey, either send him to to ROH to try to learn his craft or just send him out somewhere else to an indie. Yeah, that's what I would. I would actually cut Brock Anderson because of that. I'd be like, you know, work the indies, see if Impact wants you, see if MLW wants you. We'll take a look in a few years. Right. He's young. He's he's but he's no Arn, right? Uh, Butcher, we already we already did. FTR, FTR. They stay on top. Are they staying in AEW? They stay in AEW. Yeah, I I am keeping FTR in AEW, and they are going to be maybe the focal point of my tag division in AEW. Yeah, not to spoil something in the future, but I have an idea from going on like. You give me your thing okay. first, and then I'll... Sure. Uh, Chris Jericho, I'm keeping an AW. Yeah, I keep him in AW, too. Okay, so I'm, I'm just trying to type these as I put them in. So we can do a recap later. 
Uh, so next would be Christian. Mm-hmm. You go first, remember? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually trying to think. Here. Oh, okay. I think uh, Christian, would. I would keep an A.W. Okay. I might put him in ROH as like that old... Grizz, you know, he's got stuff mm-hmm. that he could teach the kids because uh, he's a good fucking worker. I, I have a guy I already have in mind for that. Is it Christopher Daniels? It is Christopher Daniels, <laughs> the next guy on the list. And uh, That's the, a good one, though. The, the heart and soul of the original Ring of Honor for a while. There you go. That's that's even better. Uh, that's that's better. Yeah, that works. I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of go with the flow with either, you know, any of that shit. So you're doing Christian and Daniels in ROH. I could. No, it could be one or the other. But I'm saying, like, I want that guy. I want that role, that character. Mm-hmm. To like that person, that that grizzled old vet that that is going to teach you know the kids, but still can right. go. That could work for Christian or Christopher Daniels. So what are you doing with Christian? Uh, if you're if we're putting Christopher Daniels down there, in that well, role, you're doing what you want. We're, no, no, we're no. both making our own rosters here. I'm saying if we do it together, mm-hmm. well, that's not what we're doing right now. Uh, okay, fine. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna do what you're doing. Okay, I'm gonna do exactly that. I'm gonna keep. Christopher Daniels and R or put him in ROH and keep Christian in AEW. Even though Daniels, like most of his role now is backstage, he can right. he can wrestle if he wants. But he's still right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so the next person would be Chuck Taylor, the Kentucky gentleman, Chuck Taylor. And if you want to loop him in with uh Trent Beretta and uh, as best friends, Brett will be back soon enough he can do that. And yeah. I am doing that. I know I'm supposed to go first here. Yeah. Go best friends uh with Wheeler Yuta is go- are going to be um a uh, a trio for me in uh in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like that. Wheeler Yuta's not on this list, but I'm putting Wheeler Yuta with them. I like that. Um, I don't know that I would put him with. I think I would. I would. I would separate them, but I think I would put all three in our uh, in ROH. Okay. I think I would do that, but I I would put wheel. I think I like Wheeler Yuta as a I like Trump Retta and and Chuck Taylor as a as a babyface team. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I like Wheeler Yuta as a heel. Okay, you could do that. I too. think he's a. I think he, he could be an excellent heel. Uh, I but I so I do that. I put I put them down there. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. CM Punk, AEW <laughs> for me. He's staying in AEW. I know he's got the Ring of Honor history, but if AEW is going to be more of your sports entertainment type thing, uh, CM Punk is probably your best talker, and I'm keeping him in. At worst, I think he's your second or third best talker. Yeah, and he's staying in AEW. I keep me. him in AEW too. I have him do uh, things like he 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 does like uh you know there's an ROH pay per view mm-hmm. and uh, you know CM Punk shows up and stands there for ten minutes while right. you know he gets like a fucking crazy ovation and he cries and there's streamers thrown at him and uh but no I keep him in a uh, I keep him in AEW. Cody Rhodes. Uh, Former Ring of Honor champion. Right. Um, He could challenge for the title again in Ring of Honor. He never vowed to not challenge for the Ring of Honor title. It's so... That's a good fucking point. That's a good point. Thank you for saying that. I just put him in ROH. Right. I'm keeping him in AEW. I put him in ROH. Here's why. Uh, because in AEW, I don't know what you could do with him right now other than turning him heel. Well, that's what you do with him right now. But... It seems like there is a lot of ego and, you know, I know he runs it, you know, or helps run Mm -hmm. AEW, whatever it is, but he could do that. He could go down there and he could be that fucking, you know, you could have like your, I put him down there. I put him for for now. It doesn't, these people don't need to live down there. Right. Colt Cabana. Uh, I don't think Colt should be with the, 
what do you call it anymore? Dark Order. Dark Order. But I keep him in AEW. I'm putting him in Ring of Honor. Okay. We're going back. I like how it's like we're just doing all the the opposite. We already did uh, Colton Gunn. Yeah. So the next person is going to be Daniel Garcia. R-O-H. No brainer Ring of Honor. Yeah. That's just. All right. That is somebody that is going to be for me a future ROH champion. Yeah. In my Ring of Honor. Yeah. And um, so the next person on the list is going to be Martin. Da- well, top flight, or we could just say Dante Martin. Da- Dante Martin. Uh, because I'm just going to say this, Darius Martin, even though this is, I don't know why he's not listed next to his brother. Oh, I guess they go by the first name yeah, on this list. Uh, Darius Martin, I I, I cut. He's, he's he, okay. He's fine. But I don't know really know much about him. But Dante Martin's a fucking star. Uh, or at least a future star. I keep him in AW. Yeah, me too. I, I I would keep Darius just to see what he's got. I don't know if I don't know if he's as good as his brother, but I'm gonna give him a shot. And I would keep them both in AW. Okay. Well, I, I I would I would get rid of Darius. Uh, but you know, if he can go out and fucking make a name for himself in the Indies and he comes back, it's one of those like, hey, good for you, man. But as far as right now, just trying to trim the fat, I guess. Okay. Dustin Rhodes. Well, we missed Darby Allen. Oh, Darby Allen. Sorry, Darby Allen. Yeah. Uh, Darby stays where he is. Yeah, I would keep Darby in AEW as well. Yeah. I think he's more, much more of an AEW type. Yeah. And then our next person would... Can you read off the next one? Because I'm trying yeah, to type So here. we have Dustin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin, for me, stays where he is. I just put him in a better role. Yeah. Uh, if I have Dustin Rhodes, I have any uh, say over his character. I get rid of the goofy face pain. He is the natural... Uh, I want to see him maybe not, you know, wrestle a whole bunch of times a year, but I do want to see him work. Mm-hmm. I, I love old WCW, like early, early 90s WCW. Uh, who was running it then? Like 92, 93, uh, 91, 92, 93. It was a different people. Kip Fry, Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd. Kip Fry. I mean, who, was was, bu- what was, who was booking around Bill that Watts. point? Uh, Bill Watts was in 92. Yeah, Bill Watts. I who was booking that point? Ole Anderson, Bill Watts, Ric Flair. Right. I like that shit when they were using him. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want that type of Dustin to come back. Kind of. I like. I want to see him. FTR. Like they remind me of that shit. I just right. don't like this version of Dustin we have now. I keep him in uh, AEW. Okay, as would I. Without as would I. Eddie Kingston. Keep him in AEW. Yeah, I think so too. Especially because I think that's where a lot of your brawlers are going to wind up for me. Yeah. So Eddie Kingston is going to um, stay in AW for me too. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Are you keeping them together? I keep them together them for now. I keep them together. Where are you keeping them together? I, I, I keep them together in AW. AW. So Men of the Year is a team. Yeah. I am doing the same thing. The M- Men of the Year are going to be a team for me. Okay. And they're going to be a team in AW. And then uh, next up is going to be Evil Uno. Yeah. And if you want to, are you keeping them with Stu Grayson? What are you doing? I don't know what you're doing with him as far as that goes. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough because, again, I'm not the biggest uh, fan. It depends on who, if you're going to bring other people in, if you're going to do a Dark Order and then there's some other kind of Dark Order faction mm-hmm. where, it, you know, it really depends on who you're bringing in. Are, are we bringing in Bray Wyatt eventually? You know, does he come into the fold? Right. Uh, is there going to be some kind of like old Dark Order versus new Dark Order? Like some, like like a like a more serious Dark Order uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, so that's really tough. What do you do with? Evil I'm Uno? keeping them as a team. Him and uh, Grayson and AW for now. Okay. 
I'm on it. Like, I, I don't know, but probably keep him there in, in AEW just to. Yeah, just keep them as a team. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I'm definitely taking John Silver out of that. We already said bye to Alex Reynolds. Uh, you did? did? No, didn't we? Oh, no, you, you said you would put them both in a uh, ROH, but you would separate Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Well, I, I know for a fact John Silver would be going to uh, ROH. I would put him there. Okay. I'd put it. So Alex Reynolds can go for me. Are you firing him? Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It's very tough because you, you want people, but do like if, if ROH is going to be more, your more work rate show, how many stragglers how many jobber guys you're really going to have depends you're going to do squash matches or is every match going to be like a 20 right if, if it's going to be that then he could stay and fuego del sol could stay as a fucking jobber you would have fuego del sol in ring of honor i'm saying that well, I, I mean I, I, this is why you got to kind of figure out what you want to do because you could just say well it depends for everybody yeah yeah it really does i mean it obviously it does depend uh because there's so many people and it's just like it's it's tough uh <sighs> All right, so going back to Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, keep them uh, keep them as a team in uh, AEW. AEW, okay, okay. Uh, Frankie Kazarian, mm. what are you doing with him? I'm going to put Frankie Kazarian. I don't like the Elite Hunter thing. I didn't like it when they were doing it with Yoshitatsu. Right. So I'm going to keep him in. Uh, I'm going to put him in Ring of Honor as like a player coach. Okay. He's going to be a good he's going to be another guy like Daniels is funny cuz you're at NSEU. Right. He's going to be another guy that is going to be like uh basically um helping other people learn. Okay. I'm keeping him in AEW. Keeping Frankie Kazarian in AEW? Yeah, okay. Keeping him there. Who's next on the list? Fuego del Sol. I'm going to give him a shot in Ring of Honor but he's on a short leash. Same thing. Same thing. So Fuego also and who's next? Uh Griff Garrison. Well, I already said the uh, we already kind of went through varsity blondes. I'm keeping them as a team in our race. You said you were cutting them loose. I was going to cut them loose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have them go out and and fucking let their let the let them what's a sink or swim? Their, their wind cut their, their wings. Teeth. Something yeah. with the wings. Yeah. Uh, Hangman Adam Page. I mean, that's he, he's the AW champion. I'm going to keep him in AW. Yeah. So Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, uh, private party. No, they go. I would also uh, let them get more seasoning, as as they say. Yeah, I would let them get more seasoning in, in the uh, Indies. Okay, kind of. I, I, we're going faster than I can type, which is the problem now. Who's next? Uh, Jack Jack Evans. Evans. Jack Evans. I would also cut loose. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, Jake Hager. Jake Hager is a tough one for me because I don't know how much he brings to you. Like what? What's your favorite Jake Hager moment since he's been in AEW? I like I like the stuff that he's doing with uh with the group that he's in. Um, Are you keeping the inner circle together on a show? No, no, I break I I split inner circle. Okay, I I split them. I like Sammy Guevara. I know we're we're not at him yet. Uh, we already had, we we said we're keeping Jericho in AEW in yeah. AEW. Um. I turned Jericho, whatever. Jer- I would have Jericho just kind of be a little bit more Jericho mm-hmm. and by himself. I put him by himself. He doesn't need a, a group. Okay, what are you doing Jer- with Hager? Jericho's never really had a group when he was in WWE. Mm-hmm. What am I doing what? With Hager. Well, that's what I'm getting to. Relax. Uh, Hager, Hager is being like the heavy for people. 
Uh, I kind of like him in that role. Um, so I, I keep him in AEW. Okay. He stays in AEW. He's actually on the ROH for me, but I could see it either way. Okay. And so next on our list, I got to start scrolling here, is going to be Jay, Jay Lethal. Lethal. Yeah. Longtime ROH wrestler, now in uh, AEW. What are you doing with Jay Lethal? I put him in ROH. I'm actually going to keep him in AEW. All right. Is it because he was in ROH too long? Yeah. I've, 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 uh, as Bruce Pritchard says sometimes, fresh coat of paint. Mm-hmm. Fresh coat of paint. Okay. And I think there's going to be... Which I know I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to make choices that people are going to be like, oh, no, dude, I would have mm-hmm. done that. And I think that you're right on that one. I think I'm wrong, you're right, but I put him there. Anyway, uh, that's that's where he goes for me, just because that's just a choice that I made. And all of these could be made later on. They could be uh, changed up. Uh, the next one is Jeff Parker. So him and Matt uh, Lee. Yeah, 2.0. They, 2.0. They stay, for me, uh, they stay in... AEW for right now because I like I want mm-hmm. a good tag team division I want to build up it's not to say that they can't go into right. ROH they were there they were there right I I know they're a lot and it's Carlot they may have done some stuff in the ROH too I I you know that's again that's not to say they won't go there but I'd like to build I think that they're a, a good throwback yeah so they stay they stay in uh they stay in and AEW for and me. I'm doing the same thing just because I do want to keep some depth in AEW and I think. Kind of putting some of the AW tag teams in ROH is going to just allow the teams that you're keeping in AW to have more chance to shine too. All right. So the next guy is Joey Janela. Joey Janela, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> can I? Can I? Cut? You're going to cut him, aren't you? No, really. Uh, I'm going to give him a chance. Okay. I'm going to give him a chance in AW because I think it's more of his style. Yep. And I'm going to. And it's again. It's like we said. All these people are sink or swim in uh, in ROH. He's going to be a sink or swim guy in AW for me. Same thing for me. He's going to be like your Sunday night heat. Uh, type guy, your whatever show you have that's going to be your C show mm-hmm. or even B show that like, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big like he he's like your Jimmy Garvin, but less talented in a you know not in a big group like that, unless you want to put him in a group. But I keep him in AEW. Uh, John Moxley, I'm definitely keeping in um, AEW once he gets out of rehab. Yeah, Moxley is uh, staying in AEW. He's uh, going to be a Pretty big fixture for me, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, also staying in AW will be Jungle Boy and Kenny Omega. Just to go through the next two for me. Uh, okay. Are you any differences for you there? Uh, no, no, they stay. Uh, so for Jungle Boy, are you keeping Luchasaurus in AW too, or are you keeping them as a like a loose team? Oh even? no, I keep I keep Lord Luchas I keep them as a team for a bit. I keep Luchasaurus. I have Luchasaurus lose the mask and turn heel. Eventually, I would do uh, that too. But eventually, yeah. uh, Kenny Omega stays. Uh, he beca- he's babyface eventually. Uh, he's probably when he comes back, he's going to be a baby face. At right. Least for in real AW. Yeah. Um, Kip Sabian. He's going to be another guy. I'm going to give a shot in ring of honor. Okay. That's literally what I was thinking too. He's a guy. He hasn't really done a whole lot. I know he's been hurt for a while now. Um, so Kip Sabian with, and Penelope Ford. I'll keep Penelope Ford with him in a, uh, in ring of honor. Okay. Yeah, I t- uh, yes, I I do the same thing. I think especially if you're going to keep Ring of Honor around Philly, Penelope Ford is from Philly. It's you right. know, that little local connection. Yeah, uh, we haven't gone through the women's division yet, but that'll be like there's because the page wrong kind of just uh, has them separate. So yeah, Kip and Penelope going to be for Ring of Honor for both of us. It looks like, 
And then our next person, Lance Archer. Lance Archer is staying in AEW. For same, me. same for me. I hope he gets well soon. And uh, I know he has a, has a bad concussion. And I, um, I am keeping him in AEW. Who's the next guy on the list? We have Lee Johnson, big shoddy Lee Johnson. Uh, I cut him. He just does nothing for me. Yeah, I think there are people who I could bring in from the Indies who will be just as good, if not better. Yeah, he just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, so are you cut you cut him too? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. Um, and then the let next Lee Johnson go. We have Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty is definitely, 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 definitely ROH. ROH, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Lee Moriarty is an excellent wrestler. He is a worker. Uh, he goes to ROH for me. And the next guy is Leo Rush, who I also send to ROH. Yeah, I was hoping Leo, uh, Leo Rush. Well, obviously, if you're going to have a choice between them and AEW, uh, you're going to take um, you're going to take AEW. But I thought Leo Rush would have been a great guy for ROH to pick up when he got cut by WWE. Uh, but yeah, he, okay. he's a guy that's going to provide. I know we want to make a lot of ROH the mat wrestling stuff, but he's going to be a big part of the uh, kind of the more high flying type stuff there for me. Right. Uh, next person on our list is uh, well, we already said Luchasaurus Luther. I think we're both going to cut, right? I'm going to cut Luther. Uh, I know he's a coach, but uh, if there was like a C and D show, like yeah, they have now, as, if you're keeping him as a producer, that's fine. We're just talking about like, but 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 that's what I'm saying. Like if if we're at the point where, let's just say that they have mm-hmm. four shows, right? Plus ROH having you know two shows. No, my, uh, hold on. Uh-huh. Let, 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 let me let me just talk. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that they have four shows. Mm-hmm. They have Rampage, uh, uh, Dynamite, Dark and Dark Elevation, and then they have uh, ROH and an ROH B show. Right. So they have six shows. Luther, I keep on AEW for like a fucking C or D show. Okay. Just to have one of the, remember WCW would have like some shitty fucking wrestling like your buddy Lee Park. Right. Exactly. Yes. Or your fucking uh, uh, Pip, Greg Pitbull Pittman. So, so you would keep Luther, but get rid of somebody like I, I would see if I'm keeping Luther, I'm keeping Lee Johnson for sure. If I, the thing about the, the difference is Lee Johnson is very bland. Luther has such a stupid look to him that it's like. He could be a fucking jobber. Lee Johnson just. I so don't for know. this, are you keeping Luther in AEW? If if we're having so ju- again, again, I, let, if we're having just the two shows, no, he's getting cut. Okay, so Luther's if, getting cut. Yeah, if it's if it's like all the other shows, like like as it stands today, uh, then I keep him. You know, j- never fucking seeing, you know, a B show unless he's a jobber on it. But no, right. he gets cut if it's just the two shows. So the next thing, uh, Malachi Black, I am definitely keeping an AW. Keep an AW, yeah. That was a pretty easy one. And next is going to be uh, Marco Stunt, mm. who is um, going to be looking for work if I'm running things. Yeah. I unfortunately have to agree with you there. And I say unfortunate because it's a shame, you know. I, there was a point where uh, I know they call it like meme wrestling. And the only one that kind of seems to have staying power, those meme wrestling guys, is... Um, is a guy we'll talk about a little bit later. Okay, uh, he's definitely sticking around. For Mark me. Quinn, we're we're, we're yeah, we already said private party. Yeah. We're uh, we're getting rid of just just for you know to yeah. find to find themselves. Matt Hardy. Hmm. This is a tough one for me. This is a tough one for me. I'm keeping Matt Hardy in AEW, but I'm probably making him broken Matt again, or doing something different with him at the very least. Not doing big money Matt. I'm gonna have to agree with you. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to agree because I don't want to send him an ROH. It's not going to do anything for me there. Uh, I don't want to just get rid of him because it's because mm-hmm. there is some something there. Right. He's Matt Hardy. But yeah, right. But. But yeah, something's got to change. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, then we have Matt Jackson. So the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks are definitely 100% staying in AW for me. Absolutely. So uh, hang on one second. I'm just doing something to make it a little bit easier on this list I have. I guess I look at name. I see a name and I'm like, oh, they're going 100%. Okay. So um, Matt Seidel is the next guy we have up here. Or, yeah, right? Yeah, Matt Seidel. Um, Matt Seidel. <sighs> Okay, so it's either going to be, for me, he's either got to go to ROH or he leaves, or he's gone. And Yeah, those would probably be my my options, too, and I think of those options of taking ROH. Okay. A guy, especially going to have, like, the Leo Rushes of the world there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because yeah. you already had that. You could play into that whole, like, there was that fight kind of over, what's mm-hmm. his face? Uh, over Dante Martin. Dante yeah. Martin. There could be a feud there. Yeah, that's good. I put him there. Max uh, Kester, we already said we were keeping. Yeah, Michael Nakazawa. Oh, he's gone. Goodbye. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's plenty of people. These again. next two should be really fucking easy. Should be. But then again, Miro could go either way. Yeah. Uh, so it's Miro and MJF for the next two. And I, I, I put them up as a package deal because they, they're not going anywhere for me. Mm-hmm. They are both staying in AEW. I say the same because. Well, MJ, I mean, for, for, for obvious reasons, but Miro. I'm putting in Miro. I'm putting Miro in ROH. OK, that's what I'm doing with him. I'm putting him in ROH. By the way, I know I realize we just missed somebody because we're in the M's and we haven't brought him up. OK, Um. Because his name begins with a B, not a D, and either way we would uh we would have been at him already. Sure. Brian Danielson. This is kind of what we talked about from the beginning. It's like we want to see him there, but I want to see him in ROH. You could put him in ROH. And I would I'm just doing it. Fuck it. He's going to ROH for me. Brian Danielson. I have a very specific plan for the top of my card in ROH. He's going to ROH. I, I have a very, very specific plan for the top of my card in ROH, and he is a big part of it. Brian Danielson is going to be, uh, for me, the um, the cornerstone of my ROH. There you go. He's going to be my, he is going to be the Hulk Hogan of my ROH, what Jericho was to early AW. Uh, yeah, I don't know how we missed him earlier. I, I must just went through the list wrong. Nick Camarado. I think there's definitely something to this guy. I think he goes to, uh, I don't know, it's tough. Huh. See, AEW has all my big guys, pretty much. Like I'm, I'm sending him to ROH. I, I am too. He's going to be my big guy in ROH. Yeah. Well, yeah, Miro there. Oh, yeah, you have well, Miro. Well, I, I have don't. Miro there. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Right. I think before this, the biggest guy I have in ROH right now might be Colt Cabana. Like, literally, as far as size. <laughs> like, ROH is just all my small dudes. Uh, but no, I'm putting Camarado okay. in uh, in my ROH. There, no, I mean, that's good. And you are too, you said? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Plus, he's a younger guy, and he's going to learn there. Yeah, that, that's that's what I want. I, 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 see, I see potential in that dude, yeah. So next is um, Orange Cassidy, who I am definitely keeping in AEW. Keeping, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm going to kind of split him in the best friends, because I put best friends in the Ring of Honor, but I think he doesn't need the best friends. And the best friends really don't need him. It'll give Chuck Taylor, who's super, super charismatic, more time to shine. That way, like, also, they could do a thing, like, eventually, like... Yeah, you do the crossover, they come back together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of when they bring the New Day together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next we have Santana and Ortiz. 
I like them as a tag team in ROH. Uh, yeah, me too, actually. Um, they're probably going to be my ROH tag team champions, as, as a matter of fact. As I look at the... Um, as I look at the list here, they're probably going to be my... Actually, no, there's another team. Actually, I, I'm, I'm contradicting myself like crazy. They're going to be an AW for me. Okay. But uh, no, because I have a plan and I and I want to keep them in... I have a big plan later and and part of that plan kind of backwardly involves <laughs> LAX being in, in AEW or not being in ROH more specifically. I have more concrete booking ideas for me for ROH than I do for AEW actually <laughs> in this scenario. I have, I I like to see, I like to do, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, they're going to ROH for me. I want to, Satnam I, I'm, Singh, who I don't know who that is. Who? Satnam Singh? Satnam Singh? Salman? Satnam. Satnam Singh. No, no idea, so. F- yeah, he skip. gets, I'm going to do, he I gets can, cut. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't do anything with him, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, Serpentico is, uh, not going to be around. Oh, I know who Serpentico is, he's with Luther, I actually yeah. like. He wasn't bad. Yeah, fine. I'll, you, you've talked me into him. I'll give him a shot in Ring of Honor. And I watched I watched a match with him. One match. And he was pretty fucking decent. I was like, who is this dude? So he, what's, what are you doing with him? I, yeah, I keep him. I keep him just as a... In... We need a few jobbers. Um, I keep him in AEW. I'm okay. not, I'm not going to... I don't want too many jobbers in ROH, you know, you mm-hmm. may, maybe a couple lower guys. Oh, we missed. Wait a minute. How are we all the way down here? We missed. Oh, we missed a few people. We missed yeah. a bunch of people. We really did. Uh, oh, because because it went from Ortiz to Santana. Uh, Pack. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I think right now I'm just going to keep him in AEW. But yeah, God, I can you see can't him. put all the super workers in Ring right. of Honor because AEW won't have any. So <laughs> I, I'm keeping Pac right. in AEW. All right, well. this next this one, dude, don't even say I'll smack you right in the mouth. Paul White? <laughs> he stays in AEW. You're not going to fire Paul White? No, I'm not. No, absolutely not. No, I'm not going to. No, because you could have him come in and do that. Like You could have him do a few matches. A year. Yeah, something It'll special. No, he stays in AEW. I, I will do the same thing. So our next person is going to be Penta El Zero Mero. We're the Lucha Bros if you're keeping them as a team, which I am. Yeah, I keep them and they say an AW for me. They are gonna be my uh top heel team in ROH. See Santana and Ortiz are for me. Yeah, I'm just flipping that. Yeah. And I'm flipping that for a a, a reason. So they're gonna Lucha Bros are gonna be AEW for you. And who's our next person on here? It's going to be um, Peter Avalon. <laughs> Cut. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I would let Peter Avalon go. Who's the next one? Sorry, I'm trying then to. Type had, no, I, I, I try I, to type talk and read the screen at the same time. It's not going well. Then we have Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay, Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm going to keep an AW. Same. Okay. Um. The next one is Preston Vance, uh, Preston 10 Vance. I am also keeping him in AEW. Hmm. This one's, I'm, I look at it, I'm like, I don't know, what do I want to do? Because he's got such a big, he's he's a very big dude. Um, and I think that if he goes to ROH, he can pick up more, th- I'm going to send him to ROH. Okay. Just so he can. Maybe learn his footing better. Maybe just pick up more wrestling, you know, than, than 
I think I think if he was around a, a bunch of main roster guys, it's it's like WWE. Mm-hmm. If you're if you know how like when you come from the Indies, like they want you to stop wrestling like the Indies, they want you to learn the NXT style, right? And then you stop with the NXT style, and then you have to. Oh shit, my bracelet broke. Fuck. Um, and then they they need you to to wrestle in the main roster style, right? I feel that he would have a good main roster style, but I want him to to pick up some have some other. Okay. Background. So I sent him to uh, 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 ROH. QT Marshall. Gone. Uh, I would keep him as like whatever he's doing backstage. I'm sure he has a big role there. But yeah, as but, far but, as an, a TV character, yeah, not not part of the mix for me. Right. Yeah. He's gone off of TV. Yeah. You, you want to yeah. keep these guys for backstage? I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, there's certain guys. Yeah. If you want to keep Luther around as a an agent or yeah. a producer, sure. Sure. Right, right. Uh, so we already said Ray Phoenix. We already put him. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I have him in AW. You put him in ROH. Yep. Ricky, Ricky Starks. Starks. I put him in ROH. Story goes for me. Ricky Starks is going to be an ROH for you? Okay. I think so. I think so. Because I want him to learn a little bit more. I want him to get a little bit more. I want him to be... Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think he's ready to be a big dog yet on AEW. I don't either. Uh, so I, that's where I put it. What do you do with him? I'm putting him in AEW. He's probably going to be in the TNT title mix. Where Sammy Guevara is. Well, hold on. Um, he's the next guy, <laughs> Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. You're putting him in ROH? I am putting Sammy Guevara in ROH. Yes, I am. So am I. Okay, yeah. So Sammy Guevara is going to be in ROH, and Ricky Starks and Sammy Guevara are going to be in ROH for you, just to read. I just right? rehired Saddam Singh, and he's going to ROH. Just you have a lot of alliteration? <laughs> are you putting Scorpio Sky and Sean Spears down there, too? No, remember Scorpio Sky stays with... Yeah, I was making a joke with all the SS people. Oh, I see. I see. Sorry. I didn't even pick up on that. Um, um, yeah. Uh, so did we catch up to where we were? Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. So um, now we're at Sean Dean. Sean Dean. Uh, who the fuck is Sean Dean? I don't know. He, apparently, he's also the uh, AW Dark Extra Coordinator. Sean Dean. I do know the name. Uh, I know the I'm name, just but I skip him because I don't really know. Like, yeah, I can't really. Yeah, and, and and it's one of those. If you don't stand out to me, sorry, you got to go, buddy. Sean Dean, you're gone. Yeah, Sean Spears. Also, Sean Spears. Dude, he's got something. He's not fucking bad, but he's he just. I don't like the Mohawk. I don't like some of this shit, but he's got something there. I looked at his name. I was like, is that Robbie Amel? But it's Ronnie Arnell is, I guess, his real name. Oh. So Sean Spears. What are you going to do with Sean Spears? I'm sending him to ROH. Okay. I'm sending him to the unemployment line. Oh, wow. That's little. Okay. Not a fan. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm not worried about being nice. I think he's decent. I think he's a decent worker. Decent is about it for me. I think. Okay. I think. Yeah. He, I, I mean, I think he's easily replaceable. Oh no, no, no! Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. He's not. That's why I want to give him a chance in ROH. I would rather I would give him like one last. I would chance. rather spend an ROH spot on a guy like a Jonathan Gresham. If we're picking people later who are currently in ROH. Okay. I would rather have him than than a Sean Spears. Okay. Sunny Kiss. I am also um, cutting. Giving his walking papers. Goodbye. Yeah. And then next is going to be Sting. Sting stays. Well, yeah, Sting is staying for me, and Sting is staying in AEW for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's who's next? I'm going to need you Stu to start. Stu Grayson, with... and then... Stu Grayson, we already kind of talked about. Tony, Tony Nese would be next. He goes to ROH for me. Uh, me as well. So Tony Nese is going to be in ROH for both of us. Sting is going to be in AEW. For... I'm trying to put this in my... If I realized how hard this was, I would have pitched a different idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, 
so we already talked about Trent, right, with Best Friends? Yeah. Okay. And then the last one is Wardlow. Wardlow, who I am keeping in AW. I'm keeping in AW as well. Okay, so I really... Because I would, I would put him in ROH, mm-hmm. but we already have other bigger people. We have Nick Camarado there, or at least yeah. I do. Miro... So it's it's some guys you want to be like how nine one one was the big guy in yeah, ECW. That's what I'm kind of doing with Nick Camarado in Ring of Honor right now. Right, that's how you have him. Yeah. Um, but but I have Nick Camarado. You know, I have him there for me. Okay, that's right. I I put Warlow. Keep Warlow in AEW. Uh, and then we're uh, what are we doing? Women now? Yeah, we're gonna go to the women's division. Abaddon. Yeah, Abaddon. Okay, let's let's all right. Let's go through these ones fast then. Uh, yeah. So uh, I I'm. Uh, uh, just because we're running so friggin' long right now, I'm not going to keep... We're just going to run through well, these We're now. not running long. We're running... You're getting... We're running over. We're, we're, there's no over because we make the time. Uh, but you're you're getting... I'm getting tired. You're getting you. I'm getting tired and restless. Yeah. Uh, Abaddon, I cut. Abaddon, I would keep an AW. Okay, I cut. Yeah, she does uh, does nothing for me. Bunny? Mm, Bunny goes to ROH. The bunny, uh, where did I put Butcher and Blade? I put them in AW. She's staying in AW. She's staying with them. Where did I put them? I think you also put them in AW. You keep Butcher, man. All right, fine. I'll have to keep them. I, I, yeah, I do like Bunny with them. Anna J. I don't care, really. Uh, Anna J. Fucking. ROH to learn for me. Sure, fine. I'll, I'll go with that one. Yeah. Big, Big Swole. Is she even Is she even around? She hasn't. She hasn't been on TV a lot. She's probably on the bubble. Uh, fire. Goodbye. I would. I, I don't need her. No, nah, I don't need Ring her. Ring of Honor. We need people. Okay. Uh, Brandy's staying in AEW. Okay. But you put Cody in the Ring of Honor. So what are you doing, Brandy? I did put Cody in Ring of Honor, didn't yeah. I? I keep Brandy in AEW. Okay. Britt is staying in Britt, AEW. Britt stays. She's a star. Uh, Emi Sakura. I put her in ROH. Sure. Hikaru Shida, AEW for me. Um. Ooh, Sheeta. See, it's harder to split it up for the. I would almost have the women's division on one or the other, or or both, or it'd have to hire more women because you don't have as much depth in the women's division. Right. Yeah. So I'm def- that's why I'm not cutting Big Swole. Okay. Because if, yeah, if, if we're, yeah, split, if we're splitting sense. this up, I'm hiring more people for if anything. Yeah. I'm like if we're splitting this up into two two brands. I'm bringing in like the iconics for uh for AW. I'm bringing in Ember Moon for AW when she's op- available. One hundred percent. I'm bringing in a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, shit. So, I I was thinking Sheeta for for ROH, but then I was like Emi Sakura for ROH. Uh, I, maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll I'll keep Sheeta in AW. Jay Cargill is next. I keep her in a. Yeah, I keep her in AW. Kira Hogan. No, Jamie Hader. Oh, Jamie Hader. Um, ROH. ROH. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Rebel with Britt, but Jamie Hader can go do her own thing. Right. Uh, Kira Hogan, Ring of Honor. Yes, I'm with you. Statlander. I'm gonna A-E-W. keep in AW. Yeah. Uh, she's gonna be getting Le- bigger. Leva Leva Bates is Leva fired. I would not be keeping Leva Bates around. She could leave a door. Layla Hirsch is not really a wrestler. She doesn't wrestle that much. I don't think, if ever. Um, what are you talking about? I'm thinking of Layla. Uh, 
I'm thinking of a different Layla. Layla Hirsch goes to R. Layla Hirsch. Uh, Layla Hirsch definitely R. H. I, I, I don't know who I was thinking. Yeah, of. Yeah, I don't know who you're thinking of. I was thinking. I think I was thinking of Layla Milani, the old interviewer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Layla, Layla Hirsch. Hirsch absolutely. I love Layla. No, Hirsch. she. Legit she Layla on. is is staying in Ring of she Honor. She goes to R. O. H. Yeah. Or going the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Nyla. She might be my Ring of Honor champion. Oh. Okay. Um, Nyla Rose. I. Would, oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. You said Nyla. She may be my Ring of Honor champion. No, and Layla, I was like, Layla. Layla. Nyla. Ma- I'm going to keep an A. W. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Penelope Ford, I think I already said, was putting in ROH with Kip. Uh, Rebel, I'm keeping with Britt. Mm-hmm. Red Velvet can go I, to ROH, ROH for, for me. Yep, same. Rio can go to ROH, maybe a team with... I already... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I already put... one. Rhea, actually, Rio, I'm going to keep an AW. She's your first AW Women's Champion. I'm keeping her in AW. Okay. Ruby. Ooh. I think Ruby Soho and, uh, and Layla Hirsch is going to be my I, Ring of Honor top program. I think so. So for me... I want to send Serena Deeb there too, just to get that. Yeah, just to get the work. In fact, I'm going to say something retroactive. I'm taking, I'm putting Deeb in Ring of Honor. I'm putting Anna J back in AEW. Okay. Uh, and I'm keeping Ty Conti in AEW. Yeah. I'm keeping Thunder Rosa in AEW. Uh, hell yeah. I'm keeping Yuko Sakazaki in AEW. I don't know who that is. So th- those are your AEW <laughs> women. Uh, just yeah, I don't know who that is. So uh, I'm just gonna run through some. Ah! We're just gonna run through some people in uh, ROH and see if there's anybody you would like to. Yeah, because uh, this is good for me if they all have pictures. Yeah, because uh, because for me now it's gonna have to be about like so. Oh, Beer City Bruiser, I know that. Dude. Here's my big thing with uh, ROH, like people who are there now. Bandito and Roosh are staying in ROH for me. Uh they're staying with Andrade. We are bringing back Los and Gobernables, and they're feuding with Brian Danielson, and that's your main event ROH feud. It's Brian Danielson against Los and Gobernables. These names are 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 so weird. Oh, so the name is the ab- name is above, above the picture. above them. Okay, uh, I don't know a lot about these people. Angelina Love, I can. All right, without. so Adam Brooks, I don't know who that is, but I kind of like his look a little bit. I believe he's like, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna call out people I know what I want to do with. Right. Uh, Brian Johnson. I'm keeping in Ring of Honor. I, I met Brian Johnson. I spent a little bit of time oh, with Brian Johnson uh, backstage. Uh-huh. I, I think he has a great presence. Where's he? Um, oh, that guy. Over. I am uh, keeping Brian Johnson in Ring of Honor. Oh, but let's actually go back up real quick because I I do want to go through. So Adam Brooks, I would I like the way he I I like his look. I don't know who he is. I'd probably do something with that guy. Amy Rose. I can't tell because I'm not wearing my glasses. Yeah, for this we can just say if you would do something with him. Angelina Love let's gone. Bandito, I'm doing what you're doing. Bateman's crazy looking. Uh, I put him in AEW. Uh, Beer City Bruiser. Malone are a tag team. Yeah, I would keep them as a tag team. You're, they're going to be fighting your bear country and people like that. Okay. I keep those guys. Brian Johnson, I know nothing about. I, I would use your, I'd take your discretion. Brody King, I'm putting in AEW. He's going, he's, he's going with fucking Aleister Black. Yeah. Dalton Castle, I'm also putting in AEW. I love the party peacock. Yeah. Uh, uh, D- Dak Draper. Don't know who that is. Is he good? I have no idea. Okay, I, I don't know. Everybody uh, you know what? Decent looking dude. Let's throw him in AEW. He could go over. Dan Housen is going to AEW. AEW, one hundred fucking percent. He Boom. is going to AEW, and he will get so so he, so. Over. He will be the world champion of peoples. Delirious. I just uh, he can still help book AEW, uh, wrestle or ROH, and help wrestle occasionally. Right. Dragon Lee. I would actually put an AEW. A- a- I put an AEW. A, uh, a little bit of a. Um, a little bit of a difference maker. Uh, Dutch, I don't know a whole lot about. Right. Uh, EC3. I love, I like, I would EC- give him a shot in AW. I would give him a shot in AW too. Yeah. yeah I yeah. know, like, work rate maybe won't be like the best, but that's fine. 
Eli is something I don't know a whole lot about. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Like a lot of these RH guys, if they want to work on a per shot, they can do RH TV and we'll just see who, who shakes out. Well, or we could also get rid of people like, I would get rid yeah. of this Eli dude. Goodbye. Uh, for me, I, you know what I mean? I think he's the only one so far that I cut. Oh, no, I think I cut that, that girl for the, the first yeah. girl. Uh, Flamita? Flamita, uh, I would. No idea. I would throw him up in AW, let him run. Okay. Uh, Flip Gordon. I know he does stuff with being the elite. So I'm going to keep this Flamita dude in ROH. Uh, Flip Gordon, AW, because he does stuff with being the elite. You can put him back in that. That's right. For very early on. We already went over Jay Lethal. Uh, the Briscoes. The Briscoes. The Briscoes, just for I, a change of pace. I put them in AW. Go on the AW, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I, like, if my big tag team thing is going to be like LAX and everybody down in our Lucha Brothers and probably like maybe best friends are going to be my, my thing in, in ROH. I already put Jay Lethal in uh, ROH. Mm -hmm. um, I think you put him in AEW. Uh, Jenny Rose. I don't know. Like I like her. I don't really know. I like the about. Rose thing. It's like the Philly love thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know anything about her, but I'm going to keep her. I already mentioned Gresham as a guy possibly as like a spot in AEW, but I'm keeping him in ROH, and he's going to be my number two babyface behind Danielson. Okay. Because uh, he's an amazing, amazing wrestler. Oh, then he, I keep him in ROH because I want that to be the work rate. Joe, Joe Hendry. Joe, Joe Hendry. I, not, I don't know a lot about him. Uh, I keep him because I like his fist. It's <laughs> a good reason to keep somebody. Yeah. Uh, Josh Woods. I keep him. Josh Woods. He looks like on. an MMA dude. Was he MMA? Uh, I, he may have been. He looks like he would have fucking legit been MMA. I'm going to, you know what? I'll Google him. You, wait, where's my phone? We're having some technical uh -oh. issues here. Uh, some other people just running through this list here. Kenny King, uh, ROH fixture. Keep him around. LS uh, I bring Kenny King up to the main roster just because he's been there for so long. Maybe he, you know, get something mm -hmm. else up on. Uh, who, who, who are we missing from the top there? Well, you, we skipped. Uh, Josh Woods. Who's Con? Con? I, I don't, if I'm skipping them, I don't know a lot about them. Oh, well, I said I, we, I we have to call out every single person. Con, yeah, I don't really know a lot about. Yeah. Kellyanne, I don't know a lot about. But I like her look. Uh, I like Kellyanne's look. I, I keep her in ROH. She can feud with or, or, t or do something, be like a lackey of Ruby Soho. Kenny so King, I would probably keep in Ring of Honor for a bit. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm bringing him over to AEW. LSG, I don't know. LSG, be, he would be a depth guy in AEW. He's already done a lot of dark matches with okay, them. Okay, sure. Mandy Leon. Uh, I know she I'd, doesn't wrestle a whole lot. I bring her in AEW. Uh, Marie Canales Bennett. Oh, uh, her I, and Mike I, Bennett are staying in AEW, or ROH for me. Really? Uh, with Matt Taven. Yeah, they're a tag team against like OGK, the OG Kingdom. Okay, I just I think she's great on regular TV. I want to bring I bring actually her up. yeah I would I, would I bring, bring her up. I would bring her and the uh, the Kingdom up to ring uh, AEW. Yeah, I'm only bringing them up because of her. Maria Maniac? No idea who Maria Manic. Oh, Matt, is that what it says? Yeah, she was uh, Teddy Hart's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, and she can go. Um, Mark Haskins. Oh, I've seen that dude. Mark no. Haskins, I would give a run in AEW just to change pace a little bit. Okay. Maxi Impaler, very different. I, I have watched Maxi Impaler wrestle live. Oh. Max is very intense. Max is very uh, wild. And... Uh, I would keep. I would actually put Max in AEW. I think Max and Abaddon would be a really cool tag team. Oh, that's a girl. Yeah. No. Max is a uh, they them pronoun. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's you know cool. That's Mike Bennett now. Yeah. That Damn. is Mike Bennett now. Look at Mike Bennett. I, oh. I I would put the OG Kingdom and and Maria all up in AEW for a uh, Miranda. Miranda. Ooh. Miranda oh, Lee's. Oh. I don't know really anything about. Uh, I don't know a lot I, about Moses. Yeah, I would keep her. Uh, I don't care about uh, Moses. Moses, you can go. PCO, just give him a shot. I'm gonna give him a shot because he's gonna be fucking. AEW is where all my crazy soon. brawler guys are gonna be. So he's gonna open AEW. Yeah, I would. I'd put him there. P 
PJ Black. I like PJ Black. I'll you keep know. him in Ring of Honor. Really? Yeah. I'm bringing him up in the main roster. I'm going to see him at Pack do some shit. Ray Horace, I'll keep in Ring of Honor. Okay. Red Titus, I'll keep in Ring of Honor. Okay. Roxy, I believe, is their women's champion, so she can stay down there. I'm, I'm with you on this. Uh, Rouge already said is going to be in my own Gobernables. Session Moth Marth- Martina, I think, would be fun in AEW. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, Shane Taylor, I'm keeping in Ring of Honor. I don't really know much about him, but okay, fine. Silas Young, he comes up to the main yeah, roster. Yeah, the last for me. real man, Silas Young. Yeah, he comes up to the main roster for me. And then... I mean, uh, to uh, AEW. Our final page here, Slex, I don't really know a whole lot about. Yeah, I don't... Uh, Sumi Sakai, I would put in Ring of Honor just to keep people trained and everything. Okay. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Um. Huh, I like Tracy Williams a lot. Let's put him in our AEW for a little bit. Let's give him a little. You gonna bit have him feud with anybody? Um. Well, he has a history with somebody uh, who's freshly squeezed. I, I was dude, I shit you yeah. not. I don't even know that. Yeah. But when you said hot sauce, Tracy Williams, I was immediately for some reason something goes. That would be a great yeah. feud for Orange Cassidy. They, yeah. They they could have a match where they disrupt the picnic. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Um. Trisha Dora. Uh, Trisha Dora, I like a lot. Trisha Dora is very good. I would give her a run in AEW. Okay. Vincent, I don't know a whole lot about. Right. Um, he, he can go with Moses. Yeah. Will Ferreira, just you, uh, ring Jesus. of honor. Like an undercard guy, either or. Okay, yeah. And then CB, uh, that's a guy I would absolutely keep around training people. Uh, just a guy you want to be around, you want to round your show. Yeah, it's just because you worked for him for a minute. That didn't work for him. Or with, I worked with, with him. him yeah. 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 No, CB's cool. Uh, and he, and he's, he, he can still go. He's very, very small. Very like, small. Like, like Marco Stunt small? Um, He's probably taller than Marco, but he's very skinny. Okay. And he's a much better wrestler, I think. Yeah. Uh, CB, I would probably keep in Ring of Honor. He's synonymous with Ring of Honor. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And that's that's our uh, that's our rundown. Yeah, so I don't know exactly how, how deep... how if, you, if we were to look at, like, a line of your guys and a line of my guys... And, and, and it feels like there'd be a lot of overlap. I'll just try to run through the ones I think we had a big difference on. Okay. Instead of like the whole list. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I had Adam Cole in AEW. I think you did too, though. Um, we, you wanted to keep Billy Gunn in AEW. I put all the guns in Ring of Honor. Uh, Bobby Fish, you wanted in AEW. Oh. I kept in Ring of Honor. Yeah, because that's. And then you were like, oh, the biggest guy I had before that was Cole Cabana. Oh, no, it's Billy Gunn. It's Billy Gunn. It's definitely Billy Gunn. Yeah. He's still the biggest guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for major people, you have Cody Rhodes in, in Ring of Honor. I have him in AW. Uh, some of the big ones that we put in Ring of Honor, we're kind of on the same page on. Like the big ones for me were Sammy Guevara, Andrade, Brian Danielson. And um, and you could put them down there, too. Okay. And so, yeah, I think we were kind of on the same page with a lot of it. But, yeah, that was just a, a fun little thought exercise. Yeah, I, I like I like fantasy booking. I like fantasy uh, doing stuff like that. Um, I just, I just like that stuff. I like, I like what, what you would do with different characters too. Mm-hmm. Like if you took whatever, like there's got to be people I'm more familiar with. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't really familiar enough with a lot of ring of honor. People. Yeah. I don't know. Will Ferrara. So I don't know like, what type of guy he is. I don't know what could work for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Slex. It's a horrible name. Like my big mind, my big thing with ring of honor, my big plan, the only plan I would really have, like I said, would be, my main feud is going to be Brian Danielson against uh, Los and Gobernables with Roosh and Bandito. And when I um, look at Slex, you know what I immediately think? Uh, who's the dude in NXT that, that's rich now? Cameron Grimes. I see a mixture between Cameron Grimes and uh, who was the dude that died? Uh, 
Landscape? No, that's on your wall. Um, is he on your wall? Larry Sweeney. Larry Sweeney. He reminds me of a mix between like Larry Sweeney and the other dude. He's from just... Melbourne. Oh, okay. What's he? Sleazy Lex? Is that Maybe. Lex's? I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know. I, I just don't. Uh, yeah, it's a mix between Larry Sweeney and the other guy from NXT. That's what it reminds me of. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So, so that's our uh, ROH AW fantasy booking. If uh, AEW bought ROH and we did a roster split, that's what it would look like. Let us know what your roster would look like. I'd be interested to, to see, you know, why you think maybe I'm wrong or why you would do something different than me or the, do something different from BP. Uh, uh, we didn't even talk about, like, potential people coming in, like, if we had... Or, yeah, or, I, I tried to bring up a few. I would sign the Iconics, Ember Moon, like, yeah. mainly to pad the women's division. Uh, you could always have Johnny Dynamite, Johnny Honor. Johnny Honor, yeah. Um, yeah, well, he could have a little thing with Dave Honor. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other person I would definitely bring in for our, which would be Shane Strickland, formerly Swerve Scott. Okay. Shane Strickland would be a big, big, big baby face in Ring of Honor for me. Like... The Gobernables is going to be my dominant heel faction. My uh, my top baby faces will probably be Danielson, Gresham, and um, well, and um, Swerve, and then Daniel Garcia is going to be an up and comer that takes on all comers. So, so before we before we sign off here, uh, we still have people that are that are unsigned mm-hmm. and people that were released. I want to see Jonah, whatever his name is now. Yeah, he would be a good fit for either or. Uh. I always wanted to see him team with somebody else, like a natural disasters type. I like that with him. But there's another guy I would love to fucking you know, see. It would be a great team. It would be Jonah and uh, Jeff Cobb would be a great tag team. Okay, well, that's what I was just going to oh, say. Oh, I'm sorry. No, literally, that's what I was saying. Okay. I would love to see him and Jeff Cobb. Yeah, that would be an just, amazing tag just team. Just come in and fucking destroy people. Yeah. Managed by somebody. Who's that? Taz. Okay, yeah, because it could be both like the Tasmaniac, like his original gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeff Cobb has the fucking towel gimmick and okay. suplexes people. That's cool. I would have Taz come in, like maybe maybe fucking people start getting wrecked. Like maybe Will Hobbs gets gets whatever you know gets mm-hmm. the shit beat out of him. Like what's going on? And you find out it's Taz, and he's got Jeff Cobb and fucking right, uh, Jonah, whatever his name is, Jonah Rock. I think he's just going by Jonah now. It's it's those two. And they're the the new fucking like Tasmaniacs, maybe not called that, mm-hmm. but they just come in and fucking just, just they wreck house that yeah that that's what I do with those. Uh, I bring in Nia Jax, okay, even though she's you know whatever because she's just a big fucking force, you know yeah. she's a, why wouldn't you sign her? Yeah, I'm just why wouldn't you? You know I bring her in. I bring in another fucking name that people don't want to work with. Who's that? Uh, the one that's over in that wow. Uh, oh, Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. Okay. I bring in Tessa Blanchard. I try to get her in there. Um, who who else? Who's uh, who who's a oh, Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. If you're breaking the bank for guys, yeah, Bray Wyatt, you could take a look. But they're at always breaking the bank Braun, for guys. Braun could maybe be useful for a little bit. Yeah. Um, if 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 money is no object, yeah. Well, money's no object as as we see right now. They're just bringing people in. They're signing yeah. people. Uh. Uh, uh, what's his name? Roderick Strong. Well, he's not. When 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 the yeah. time's up, uh, yeah, Gargano, I would definitely bring in. If that's yeah, O'Reilly, I would definitely bring in. Well, well, the thing is, is here, here's what I say. I see if I see if uh, Roderick Strong hasn't been fired yet. Mm-hmm. When his thing's up, he's probably going to go. You would think so. Even even trainers and coaches like Scotty Too Hot, he just resigned. 
Oh, did he? Yeah, he's like, he's like, if, if it just became about the paycheck, I promised myself I would stop, and it's become about the paycheck. So he, he left. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. That was like just happened today, I think. Oh shit! This. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah, that's crazy. But but uh, oh, I'm trying to think real quick. Who who else is who else was just released? That uh, um that, that that were like oh like one of those surprising names like Top Dollar. I don't give a shit about Top Dollar. Yeah, I'm I trying mean, to think of the round of releases before that where they had more people. Uh, oh. Oh, definitely coming to AEW for me. Yeah. Uh, Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux. Oh, darn. Okay. Keith Lee is coming to AEW for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't say no to that. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a big Keith Lee fan. Mia Yim, I would bring in for the women's division. I, maybe with Keith Lee. Uh, Nixon Newell, formerly Tegan Knox, is definitely coming into my women's division. Oh. uh, As a top, top level person. Mm -hmm. Uh, as, as far as recent releases. Um, I would bring in. This is gonna sound weird. I would, and I wouldn't do what they did with where he was peeing his pants like they did in WWE. Oh, Drake Maverick. I would bring him in as a heel manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking like Marco Stunt could stay around as a manager, but, uh, but he doesn't really do anything. But Drake Maverick, I yeah, think would be I wouldn't call him Rockstar Spud. I would give him a different name, but he can talk. Yeah, he could talk. And yeah. I would bring him in. Did you see the latest thing that he did? No, I did not. It was uh, it was like the day that he got released. Mm-hmm. It was like. It started out basically as like the other video that he did. Right. Where he's like sitting there, he's crying. And then like somebody walks up and it's like, like, like basically like stop that shit, you know? Yeah. Like, that's cool. And it's him Mm -hmm. and he's talking to himself, but it was set up like he was like, like the whole thing. It was just really cool. Yeah. I'm sure there's people we're forgetting and it's like, you can always tack on things, but I I think that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's what I got. Uh, you know, it's a little kind of uh, like the whole thing was a little fantasy, you know, whatever. But well, it was a purpose. No, yeah. the, the 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 beginning part too with the boy meets world. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Head in the clouds this episode. Yeah. There you go. All right. You got anything else? Eh, I'll just call it. <laughs>